was just trying to say where I'm from is racist. So, <laughs> <laughs> well then, got it. I was about to say, don't thumbs up me, Chris. This is an audio podcast. So, <laughs> all right, boys, let's go ahead and unwrap it. We got the uh, the big icebreaker, so let's pull it up. Yep. Nintendo finally came out with some shit. Yeah, after almost like what was it? Five hundred days. Five hundred thirty days, Direct. I believe. Yeah. God damn. So, so the icebreaker is not gonna be our shenanigans on Friday with Super Mario 3D World. <laughs> that's, no, that's in going our weeks. The weeks. <laughs> that's the weeks. We'll we'll eventually talk about how Mr. Sabotage over here. Yeah, saboteur. All right. Uh, first thing that uh, the Nintendo Rex started going into is that they revealed their first, or I shouldn't say first, but their newest DLC character for Super Smash Brothers, and. I thought it was a really good surprise. I was actually, like, very, very surprised that they're even acknowledging the series further than what they already did. Pyra and Mithra is now in Super Smash Brothers. They are from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And I originally thought that they wouldn't be supporting Xenoblade Chronicles any further since Rex was already, I believe, a support trophy or support character. Maybe an assist trophy is what he is. Thank you. That's what it was. But I mean, like, I, I think it's cool. I, I don't mind having another sword boy or sword girl in this case. Um, like with Sephiroth, I'll probably play the game for about a day and then put it down. But again, I'm genuinely uh, happy with this choice because I really like Xenoblade Chronicles. I may not like Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but I appreciate the series getting some love. Yeah. And, and you are one of the few, apparently, is what it seems like on the Internet right now that are good that are hating on this thing. And Good. it is so crazy because like a lot of people, and, and, and I've seen it from like, from streamer friends, more. from like people on the, on, on Twitter. And they're like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to see Nintendo throw another character. Like a smash is supposed to be a crossover thing. And mm-hmm. people are just like, why are we having another sword character? Like it, it, there was even like threats to Nintendo of people like, like saying, we're going to steal your heart and eat your soul type of shit. And I'm like, are you guys serious? Like, yeah, welcome to the internet. If you've never been here, it's <laughs> yep. pretty shitty. So. But it, it was it was great because I spike my drinks with the tears of unfathomable sadness from these fucking bitch babies. Oh my God. So uh, I'm it is I'm not cool to be the level of edge lord that you are, <laughs> <laughs> or try to be. See, with with me, my 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 whole thing is just like I don't know who this character is, but I th- there's multiple reasons why I can appreciate her. I, I think star. <laughs> I think you would like Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I don't think you'd like the first one. I think you'll like the second one. Gotcha. So, if you ever see it on sale, which it'll never be on sale because that is a Nintendo IP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely go pick that up. Did shit. it ever... Did, it came to the Switch, didn't it? Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is exclusive to the Switch. So... Xenoblade, oh, Xenoblade, yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles, Chronicles X is what I was talking about. Yes. That's technically the second one in the series, but the way that Monolith Soft splits them up is that they're technically two different series, like under the same umbrella moniker. But cool. Yeah, I mean, I've I've tried it. It's not a franchise for me. And then, I mean, everyone loves... Uh, it, it really looks like a fucking Persona... Not a Persona character, but a Fantasy Star character. More than yes. it looks like a Xenoblade Chronicles character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was, the, that was the thing that they were going with. What is this? Target's running at 25% off Pokemon games this week. Okay, neat. Is that is, is that in connection with the um the Pokemon announcement coming on later this week? 
Oh, yeah. The other thing, the other reason why people were so upset because there was no Pokemon announcement in this Direct, and I'm like, it's getting its own thing, damn it. (laughs) Yeah, like, a couple months ago, Nintendo stopped, like, doing major Pokemon announcements because they let the Pokemon company do their own fucking thing nowadays. Like, last year, they started holding their own fucking press conferences. I'm like, wait, what? Like, Mm -hmm. you fall under Nintendo, and they were just like, no, Pokemon company is big enough to... To stand on her own. Well, I mean, it's still a uh, subsidiary, but they're like a major subsidiary. Yeah. I'm confident that probably at, I'm going to throw a ballpark number. It's probably not, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's somewhere around there. 50% of their revenue comes from Pokemon or Pokemon related stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? That makes sense. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. That was the other thing too, that I was like laughing at going back to the Xenoblade Chronicle two characters that if it wasn't, if you were not upset about the character reveal, there was the people that were saying Mithra was being censored because I guess her outfit is not as revealing in the Smash game as it is in the actual RPG. And she still has some belly button, I think. Uh, yeah, I think she does. So that was the and other I, thing. Like fucking get over yourselves. Like that that <laughs> that shit's so stupid. I'm sorry. I'm tired. The same shit happened with Final Fantasy VII remake when they started mm-hmm. talking about Tifa. And they were like, oh, she's too, like, there were people who were like, she's too endowed or she's not endowed enough. And I'm just like, we live in a world where everyone will, you could shit wrong and someone will bitch about it. Like, you didn't shit right. Like, why'd you do that wrong? That ain't the the right kind of brown? (laughs) Yeah, it's not the right kind of brown. (laughs) Fuck you. That's like the stupid argument that I got into with uh, some rando. I shouldn't say rando, like. There's somebody within the fighting game community, but they were just like, I don't like the music from Guilty Gear Strive. And I'm like, I think it's okay, but you can listen to the older tunes and they fucking block me. I like, saw that. I'm the fucking troll. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is wrong yeah, with you? We, we live in a world where discussions like that are slowly dying because people have the control to just like mute shit that like, that's how cults and shit start is because people start muting or like blocking and censoring people that like just want to have a regular discussion don't want to ha- necessarily have an argument mm-hmm. just want to like actually discuss something and people are like no fuck you you're trying to cancel me and i'm just like you need to calm the fuck down sir this yeah. is a wendy's so <laughs> <laughs> or the whole thing goes back to it it's just like if you don't agree with me then you're not a part of my community or circle or whatever and you're just like Really? At which point, it's no longer about being a community. It's about being a cult of personality. Much like mm-hmm. Corey already said, it's a fucking cult. So it's, I fucking despise that shit. But Squish. fuck uh, Smash Bros. We got Fall Guys on Switch. Hey, so, Fall Guys. This is just going to open the path to all the uh, Nintendo IP costumes. I don't know, man. That's, yeah. I, I was like, like I mentioned it before when we watched it, I was like, I think they're late they're like kind of late on the on the hype train that was Fall Guys. I mean, Among Us came out on Switch before Fall Guys, and Fall Guys the developers were like even saying like they had no intentions when they were on hot and on fire and saying that they wanted to bring it out to the Switch. So, I feel like it's kind of too little, too late. And with the Switch connectivities, the internet connectivities and online connectivities, I just feel like it's going to be a disaster. I don't think um, so. I, uh, I I really don't agree I, with what you said because. First of all, I want to point out that Among Us is a very that's it easier game. I'm out of this. He doesn't agree like, with me. I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> see, there you go. You got to block me. Cancel this block man. Block me and mute me and then cancel me. <laughs> you got to go into my history and find something that I kind of did wrong 10 years ago, and then I'll never be able to do a podcast again. There it is. Anyway, no, because so first of all, the reason Among Us came out so much quicker is Among Us, let's be honest, is a much easier game to code 
than I would mm-hmm. say Fall Guys, or Fall Guys is much more complex with the coding and all that stuff. But we also have to think too, like how many people bought Switches in the pandemic, and that's all they have. They don't have anything else, so they haven't been able to touch Fall Guys yet. So yeah. now they're going to play this Fall Guys. This is their chance to play it. I think it's. I think Fall Guys is going to get another resurgence on the Switch. Like you'll and. Did they, I don't know if they said anything about it has to be crossplay because the PC and the PS4 crossplay. Mhm. So now uh now they yeah. Were. yeah, at first it wasn't cuz that, that's yeah, the reason I why I have two copies. Yeah, Damn but streamers. I don't think uh I don't think if any like costumes like Nintendo wise come out, I don't think they're going to be available on the other platforms. It'll mm-hmm. only be on the available on the Switch version. Oh, 100%. I mean, I think that they might try to catch up on certain costumes. There might be some that are, like, categorically specific. And then in the inverse of that, you're not going to get the Nintendo costumes on non-Nintendo, IP, uh, non-Nintendo platforms. I don't know if that's what you said, but I'm just in agreement. We got these fucking hentai games on uh, Switch now. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm for it. Yeah, I'm and for it too. Eddie, just to kind of bury you deeper... I mean, the game, I, I'm looking at, like, how many concurrent players they have. Right now, within the last hour, 7,000 people have been playing this game. Within the last 24 hours, that's twelve thousand. they've had 12,349. They have a monthly, this is within the last month, they have a monthly concurrent player base of over a quarter of a million. Holy shit. 350,000 people are playing it. And that's on the Steam version alone. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. counting uh, Xbox. It's not counting PS4. Here's the thing. The game is cheap, and it's like you just play the game into infinity. It's I'm going to make the, the stupid you know comparison. It's like fighting games. The games are really, really quick. You lose. You can just in, jump into the next one. It's not like it's, it's a huge time sink. You always have the option to walk away. Right. And it's, it's enough of a casual game that anybody can pick up and play. Yeah, chat was talking about saying something about the the price of the game isn't that the price is twenty dollars. I don't know what do you mean like the price isn't that. Oh, great. it's gone down. I thought it was twenty five. No, it, it might was, be twenty five, twenty dollars. It, it was always twenty dollars. It was twenty dollars on the PS4. I mean on Steam. On PS4 was it was it? free. Yeah, PS4 was free, which is the only reason why I picked it up on the PS4. So I think yeah. it was only free for a little bit. It was free for PS Plus play or yeah. pre- PS Plus people. Yes, you're right. But yeah. $20, I mean, I've gotten so much fucking love or so much, like, content out of that game. So, yeah. But uh, then the next, I mean, we got some visual novel stuff, but the next big thing we got was Samurai, uh, what was it, Samurai Warriors 5, which I had not seen that title in fucking forever. When was the last Samurai Warriors game? I think it was on the 3DS. I think it was Samurai Warriors Chronicles. It might have been. I don't know. That I've was a minute ago. Samurai Warriors 4? That was okay. That was 2014, so maybe a little bit after Chronicles, because I think Chronicles came out. When did the 3DS come out? Was that 11? I think I was in boot camp or just coming it was out around of boot 11. Camp. 11 sounds about right. Mm-hmm. 11. No, no. Yes. Yeah, so, no, I was 12 or 11. Samurai so, Wars 4 came out on two in 2014. Yeah, but I was talking about Chronicles. Oh, because Chronicles oh. was the last game. I didn't know that there was a Samurai Warriors 4. Because if I had known, I probably would have gotten it. I really like the art style in this Samurai Warriors 5. It's kind of like that pseudo-cell-shaded art uh-huh. style, but it's still like fairly detailed. It almost looks like it's a, like a grittier version of Three Houses, in my opinion. It You're looks... the only one that played that. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. 
That is true. If anyone that doesn't know what Sam- Samurai Warriors is just like Dynasty Warrior games. It's a Musa. Yeah. So what do we get next? We had uh what is this the an optimized version game? of Legend of Mana will debut yep. on the Switch on June 24th, which is great cuz that's around my birthday. And so here you go. Yep. Hint, hint. It doesn't matter. You're going to buy it for yourself. You can't buy anything for an adult that has dude. money. It's already paid off. You didn't even know. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. I already got the pre-order in. What did we get after that one? Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, yeah. That's right. We got a lot more info with Monster Hunter Rise on here. We got to see some new monsters. We got to see some new fucking mechanics in the game. We got to see the new areas, which I was really happy about. The Volcano Zone is always like the big one that they wait to show. Because it's always like it's usually one of the later zones that you go into because it's supposed to be a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. But we got some returning faces uh, with Bossarios. We got some new fucking monsters. We got the the Fu Manchu uh, mud catfish monster that looks awesome. Yeah, that's fucking cool. He he creates fucking mountains of mud that you can wire bug up on and then jump on him, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Yeah, that one. I I, I gotta say uh, yeah. that was like probably my favorite part of uh, when we were watching this. So you're like, "What the hell is that?" I'm like, "The name's right there, man." Yeah, <laughs> it's an almond drop. Name it. That doesn't mean I know what the fuck it is. So it's it's. I don't know. I'm really excited for this game. They introduced this new rampage mechanic where it looks like you're going to one of like the zones where you would usually go to fight like one of the big flagship monsters, but it's just like. There's a scene where there's, like, a Kizu. Someone's fighting a Diablos in the background. And then, like, another person, somebody's fighting something over off to the other side. And it's just, like, so many monsters in one place. And it's it looks amazing. So That I'm was the, um, it almost looked like the, the battle arena between you and all the monsters. And it's almost like a free-for-all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the changed. biggest thing is they just tried to subtly put Rajan in there. Because you were able to like jump on its back and then like shoot a fire or a lightning bolt, and you're just like, oh, okay, just nonchalantly put that in there. So, nice. but and then the last thing we saw was the two main like NPC girls that are, have been in like you know all the trailers and stuff. They come yeah. out and have weapons and stuff. So I don't know if they're like I don't know if story wise if they're gonna come out and help fight or something like that. So that looks pretty interesting. So I I'm just thinking about it now, but maybe and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but has there ever been like NPC like computer characters go out on missions with you? Because I'm imagining that they are there to assist people who don't necessarily want to play online. They might be. They haven't really you don't have like a fake party that you like I know Final Fantasy fourteen has like you can go into a dungeon while you're leveling, and if you can't get a group, you can just take these heroes with you and do a pseudo group like that. Yeah, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers introduced that. Where oh, wow, I didn't know you that. Can, if, you, if you can't get a group of people, like real players, you can just go in there and pick members of, like, you know, Thancred is like a tank. So if, you, if you're playing a healer and you need a tank, you can pick Thancred, and then you can pick two DPS and all that other stuff. So, But no, I don't think Monster Hunter's ever done that. Besides, like, the Palicos and... Uh, the other small mon- or small characters that would come and help you. There hasn't been like anything where they just auto fill the party with NPCs. But uh, I'm excited about it. I'm very excited about it. The next thing I was very excited about, and I didn't think I was going to be, was this Mario Golf game. <laughs> oh my god! There's an RPG single player story mode. Okay, now I'm interested. I mean, for what? it's for Mario Golf. Like oh, at yeah. first, I was just like. I don't like golf games because I played Mario except Golf, for golf on Story. The, except for golf. Oh my God. Golf Story is so fucking good. But I digress. There's speed golf. 
And when I saw speed golf, what it looks like is just like everyone drops a ball, they hit it, and then they run as fast as they fucking can to hit the ball into the into the hole. Yeah, so you're probably gonna just get like, like a bonus for being the first one to sink your ball in the hole. Yeah, that just looks like so much fucking fun. And I'm a sucker for any sort of RPG, so I guess I'm buying fucking Mario Golf. I haven't bought a Mario Golf, and I don't know if there has been another one. Maybe there is one on the Advance, but I have Toadstool, Toadstool Tour, and I've I've never fucking touched it. Yeah, I don't I even think, know if it's good. I think the last Mario Golf game was on the uh, 3DS that came not too long ago. It was like Island Course or Island something like that. That sounds familiar. Yeah. That does sound familiar, yeah. The biggest thing that we have to th- do, though, is we have to appreciate, and I'm trying to find it, but Wario is just <laughs> straight up stunting on all these motherfuckers mm-hmm. with what he is wearing. He, everyone else has got, like, you know, pants and a polo. This motherfucker looks like a Texan car salesman. <laughs> so that's your character, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the one I like. He <laughs> overdressed and didn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, that's exactly what he did. <laughs> He's a snazzy dresser. That's what he is. That's, I love it. I love it. He's so gaudy. He's so fucking gaudy. It's so great. I love it. Yeah, World Tour. World Tour on the 3DS 2014. Hell yeah. Awesome. And I think what... uh, We got some Borderlands stuff. I guess they're bringing the Telltale Borderlands game over. Uh, We got the Capcom Arcade Stadium, which I think... Which is cool. uh, This is pretty cool. I've been... uh, Capcom's been doing a stream on their channel, and a lot of big... Like, Ash Said Hi was on there. Yeah. Pat Stares At was playing Bionic Commando... Bionic Commando in the arcade was fucking hard and stupid. Like, it's dumb. I don't think I've ever played it. The biggest thing with this is it's a bunch of arcade classics from Capcom, but the thing is you have the rewind function, like with mm-hmm. uh, the Super Nintendo and the, the other Nintendo stuff, So, which is going to make those games a lot easier. So Now, so, you also have to buy the, the games separately, right? If I understood yeah, that right. You have yeah. to buy them in packs, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so you get you... one, and I could be wrong, but I I thought it was that you could pick one of your choice, and then you have to buy the other games in packs. You start off with 1942 for free. Okay. And then That's fine. you got to buy game. the other packs. Yeah. It's not, it sounds very familiar, too. I, I feel like they did this back on the, I want to say it was a 360. Remember when the 360 had that whole, like, arcade system when they had just released their, like, versions of the Miis? their avatar systems and then oh, you yeah, can actually create avatars. your own little arcade system i feel yes. like i saw this there well that was back when also they were going to say that achievements you could use achievements to like buy buy things through the microsoft store and then people realized how easy it was to hack achievements so they had to stop that shit <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things yeah that's what it is but no i'm excited that's cool uh, a lot of uh a lot of uh, arcade collections coming out recently mm-hmm. so Next thing we got was this zombie game. What is it? Stubbs the Zombie, which apparently was a super fucking expensive game until this release came out. So, I I don't know. Did it uh did it go down in price? I mean, I don't know. I haven't actually checked the price, but it looks like one of those weird Xbox 360 era games. Yes, because it it well, it's actually an Xbox game. Uh, Xbox, looking it up right yeah. now, it is a hundred and eighteen dollars complete. So I remember, I remember when I found that in 2014, I was stupid. I didn't fucking buy it and it was only $50. Now who's the asshole? I mean, you didn't think you couldn't, you could have never thought that Stubbs the zombie would have gone up to $120. No way. Yeah. Next thing that I was excited about is Trap or uh, is No More Heroes 3. We got some more information about that. 
I mean, they were just kind of telling us the story a little bit more, and you're seeing traditional oh, No More Heroes game is where you're like, oh, you got these big boss battles you got to do, but then you also have to do these side missions to get enough money to be able to even go do the mission. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. Uh, it's This is definitely the No More Heroes 3 compared to what was that No More Heroes game we got on the Switch that I got, and I was like, this is not the yeah, No More Heroes. Yeah, I remember I it that. Was. It was like some top-down. Um, Travis Strikes Back again or something yes, like that? Yes, I think it was Travis Str- uh, Strikes Back. Which I, I saw that and I'm just like, I'm not, I'll let you touch it and then you let me know. Cause I played it. I only played it like once. It was all right. I'll probably buy this, but I probably won't play it anytime soon because I still technically haven't beaten the first game. I know what happens in the first game, but I just keep getting wrecked by the schoolgirl samurai and I just can't fucking do anything about it. Well, you could just get the, uh, wasn't there a collection that came out on the PS3 or the PS, I think it was PS4. There might have. I know the that there were standalone. Games. I know that there was a standalone. Uh, I think it was called like Heroes Paradise that came out. But I also heard that that one wasn't all that good. People say that the Wii version is still the superior version. I think there's frame rate issues. I've never played any of the No More Hero games, so. Oh, bro, it's They're right fun. up your alley. It's right up your is fucking it? alley. Yeah, they're hack and slash games. They're, they're hack fun. and slash. They've got a whole lot of personality. They're explosive. They don't give a shit. They're super good. The way you save is you go and take a shit on the toilet. So, yeah, it's it's <laughs> like, pretty great. The next game we got was really weird. Uh, first of all, we got Spike Spiegel, Steve Bloom's voice uh, uh, actor, was on this. But no, it's called what was this? Uh, DC Superhero n- Girls? No, Neon White. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. That looks fairly interesting. I'm. St- Here's the problem. I can barely remember. I believe it was like a first-person shooter or a first-person hack-and-slash shooter. Outside of that, I With don't remember too system. much. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It looks very parkoury. Uh I kind of got some Killer7 vibes from it, not gameplay-wise, but just like aesthetic-wise. So, I don't know. This looks interesting. I don't know if I'll pick it up, but all the masks and stuff look really cool. So That might be something that I might pick up. It's just a very nice. interesting take for sure that it's just kind of like a first-person cardboard game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Chess says the PS1 is not good, or the PS3 one was not good. That's uh, what I but... thought. That's what I thought. That's why I shied away from that version. This is coming from veteran of Dark Souls, Antichrist. Okay, first off, I still die in Dark Souls. I may still, like, play a lot of them, but I still fucking die. Uh, second thing is, I think the last time I played No More, he- no More Heroes was, like, in 2008. Yeah, so. it was a long time ago for me, too, so mm-hmm. let's go ahead and keep on going. What did we fine. get after this game? We oh, had... Yeah, this is the DC superhero game. That's like, the kid's I'm, game. I don't care. <laughs> I'm passing this. That's fine. After that was Metopia, which I was really interested in Metopia up until I saw the price point, because it was stupid. It was just like, hey, there's a, a little RPG mode that you can like dress up your motherfuckers however you fucking want to. And then you can yeah, like give a shit for sixty dollars. Yeah, once they were just, was it fifty or sixty? Because I thought it was fifty dollars, and I still Either was just or like, is fuck too much. <laughs> thirty dollars at max, and I would thirty still wait for is it. pushing it. Thirty, like. yeah, thirty is definitely pushing it for a game that was originally like what it was on the 3ds or was it on the the Wii U? I think it was a 3ds game. And even then, I'm just like, uh, nah, I'm good. Look, my extents of the my uh attention to me's ends with that free game that they gave on the 3ds where anytime you walked across like next to someone you could check your queue and get like a bunch of like 
people on your team. Like you could meet a bunch of other people's me's if you went to like mm-hmm. cons and all that shit. That's as far as I cared. About I the still I... even didn't give a shit about that. I think that the most that I cared about me's on the 3ds was the functionality for Pokemon X and Y, where you can just like find somebody that did a street pass with you and battle them. And you could even do it over Wi-Fi. And that was it. Like the trading functionality and the battling functionality was all I cared about. But after before that, fucking Wii Sports. Like the Wii was the last time I give a shit about Miis. Well, even Fuck Wii Sports, that. it's not like you were looking at your fucking Miis. No. Like you didn't care about that. You were just I like I I get what the Miis are, but I'm very surprised that the Miis have been pushed are still being pushed this long. Like They've been around for, what, 10 years at least? I mean, it's not like they're going to go away, though, because that's tied to your profile. Like, you have to make a me in order for you to fucking do shit on your Switch or do shit on your Yeah, fucking... tell me about it on the Wii U. It's fucking stupid. It's all dumb. All of it is dumb. Like, I didn't care. Like, people people cared about the fucking... Um, what was it? What was that on the Wii U? Like, the, the Miiverse, where everyone would chat. But it was just a bunch of, like, kids and pedophiles drawing pictures to each other. I'm like, fuck yeah. that. I want no yep. part of that. Nope. Yeah. I think the biggest issue with it is that, like, Nintendo really hasn't cap. I understood what they were trying to do with the Miiverse thing and everything, and, like, how they wanted to create a social hub and a social network. Xbox, I think, tried to do the same thing. But it's just really hard when you're very limited to the things. This is why social media already exists. There's no reason for you to create a social yeah. media within a game when everything else is already out there and people are already using it. And once again, like you said, you get things where, like, pedophiles and kids are just talking with each other and you're just like what the hell is going on in this what was it uh what was it was it when the switch came out where they were like oh there's not a voice like there's not like a discord voice chat for the switch but you can download this app where you can use it that way i'm just like i'll just fucking use discord bro like i don't give a shit about like using your third like your version of discord the problem the problem with that is it's so basically nintendo has a, a voice app that's exactly what it is yeah and you have to connect all this weird shit. Like at first, you have to connect so many weird like things, like a dongle from the from the switch to go to your phone, and then yep. a separate one to connect to your like. I remember the headphones. The headphones that I got, the A tens, actually come with that because it's like the Nintendo version, the Zelda version. So they yeah. have that dongle, and I'm like, what the hell is this crap? But it, this is how funny it is. When I was playing games before Discord, before I knew what Discord was, I was using the app with my friend because we had no other choice that like we had no other and it was right. faulty it was glitchy it was terrible oh it's and then awful. We found out, yeah we found out that the best way to for us to party chat whenever we were playing is either the xbox one or the ps4 we were like fuck it this, <laughs> is, the, this is the best way to go about it like yeah, hey, are you call on the a motherfucker yeah. on the phone <laughs> yeah calling someone on an old rotary phone is anything better than what that switch app is so yeah. right fuck that noise uh, the next big one that we were not ex- like expecting at all was this Project Triangle game or whatever it is. Uh, okay, yeah, triangle yeah, Pro- story? Project Triangle Strategy, which That's apparently it it's not the final title, even though like the last one was Project Octopath, which became Project Octopath Traveler or Octopath Traveler, whatever. Not the point. I don't know about you guys. I know that I'm probably more in- into the hardcore RPGs. I am so fucking hype this is my number two game of yeah this the is Nintendo your 300 game. hour game that you're i'm i'm just like <laughs> yeah i am uh, so you, excited for this did you download the demo 
I've not done, bro. Like, I'm gonna download the demo after two when when after Monday after tomorrow when the Strive demo or the Strive beta is over, then I'm going to go play fucking Project Triangle Strategy. Because right for, now, for people that don't know what Project uh, Triangle Strategy is, it is basically like Octopath Traveler mixed with Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, mm-hmm. and, and it that's it. <laughs> it it looks really really technical. Think about like Final Fantasy Tactics or Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced, and then throwing in elements from Divinity Original Sin, where the spells and abilities that you have affect the environment, and you can combine yep. uh, environmental tools or environmental environmental situations to give yourself the advantage or give yourself a penalty depending on what choices that you make. Because I mean, like if you start a brush fire and you're right in range for that brush fire to spread, mm-hmm. you're going to get fucked over. Like, yeah, you're going to have in, a bad time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the trailer they showed that there was some brush that was on fire, so one of the characters uses ice, mm-hmm. which creates a section of water, which then they use a lightning air, like, they strike lightning onto the water. I know, And then do damage to, like, three different opponents. It reminds me of, like, my first time playing Original Sin, and looking at my mage... And being like, why the fuck do you have a rain spell? And I use the spell. I'm like, this is stupid. And then, like, when a brush fire started, and I'm like, oh, this is what it's for. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, bro, that's that's ingenious. That's some stuff, like, nobody at my fucking thinking level would ever come up with something like that. That's because you're at the Unga Bunga level. Exactly. (laughs) I I, I play fucking Soul. Like, what do you want from me, bro? (laughs) The other thing that's really cool is, and it warrants multiple playthroughs, possibly, is Mm -hmm. that all of your decisions matter and they change things. Yes. There's a huge political system that goes in there. And apparently there's, there's multiple endings. I think they said that there's at least three endings. But it's like there's a voting system. And it's not just yeah. like this is the decisions that you make. It's who you ally with or mm-hmm. fucking go against. And I think that's really, really interesting. That's that I, I'm I'm the core demographic for something like this. I this I would right play fucking alley. I would play this and fucking strive for the rest of my goddamn life. So I like how it says working title. It's gonna be triangle. It's gonna strategy. be triangle strategy. <laughs> Don't lie to us. That's not as good as Octopath Traveler, though. <laughs> no. No, it's not. But I'll I'll live with it. Uh, right. Do we well, even want to talk about hunters? It wasn't even like it's made by a phone company, and it looks like it's one of those uh, shitty EA fucking phones. It's RPGs. made by Zynga or is, what was it? What's I think the, it's Zynga. Yeah, it's Zynga, and they're known for shitty games. So I would like for it to be cool because that sounds like a cool. It's Star Wars Hunters for people that don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it looks like it's going to be some kind of like arena based like character shooter. I don't know. Go check it out. It's by mm-hmm. Zynga. I'm not going to fucking worry about it. Okay, this next one was the one that I was just like, oh, this is a terrible opening. Because I was like, this looks like some Fortnite-level shit. Yeah, this looks and then, horrible. Yeah, they have their knockoff fucking Warcraft character. They have their knockoff CSGO character. They have their knockoff, I guess, Princess Peach character or whatever. Sure, yeah. But then it's a fucking dodgeball game, which uh, I was not expecting. It looks pretty fucking, like, fun. Dude. Like, uh. I am so ready for this shit. <coughs> this I'm thing curious looks to see so how it plays because cool. it looks like it could play really bad, but it also looks like it could play really good. Like it could go either way. But... My my issue is is that on one hand it looks like it could be really good, but then again it's on the Switch, so it really matters on 
what netcode they're using for the Switch because there's like you take something like Mario Kart or Rocket League and the netcode for those games are very well done. I mean, even Splatoon is fairly well done as well. But right. then on the other hand, you have like the netcode that Smash runs off of and they haven't updated that shit in 20 years. So I, I hope I hope that this works out. Because it's a really cool concept. They really sold me on the uh, on the second half. I'm not gonna lie. They they had they almost had us in the first half, <laughs> or they did have us in the first half. Uh, but yeah, I'm I love the logo. The logo gives me Jet Set Radio vibes so yes. hard, like hardcore. Uh, it's called Knockout City. It's coming out May 21st, 2021. So, mm. but be wa- be wary. It is fucking EA. So be aware of that. The next thing we got I thought was Pokemon, but comes to find out it is uh, a world ends with you kind of like game or something like that. Uh, not quite world ends with you. It's more along the lines of um, Danganronpa and the um, oh, that's right, the non the nonary games. So remember a couple months ago or maybe last year I talked about how I was doing those escape room games. It's yeah. made by the same people. So uh, on one hand I'm interested. On the other hand, like I'm just there's. I know the writer and he gets so caught up in his own fucking head that when he's writing out his story, he's going to come up with like twist on twist on twist on twist. And I'm just going to sit there and be like, I don't fucking care. Give me the puzzles. That's all I want. Like the first, the first non-nonary game, I think it was called nine, nine, nine. I was good at that because that was all numbers. But then when they came out with like zero time dilemma, not quite zero time dilemma, because that one was actually something that I can do as well. But the virtues last reward, that was all like color puzzles and shit like that. I'm like, I can't fucking do anything here. (laughs) And then the storyline was stupid and it was like this giant fucking time paradox and you're on the fucking moon. And I just just, like Final Fantasy. (laughs) I'm looking at this. And I'm like, if I am in some fucking Atlantis rapture bullshit, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. It's all a dream. It's all, it was it's all the dream. It was all a fucking dream. Yeah. Next thing we got was a physical release, a uh, physical announcement of Hades, which is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you're going to get the physical game. Uh, looks like you're going to get a digital download of the uh, OST. And it looks like you're going to get an art book, too. I don't know if that's going to that's probably going to be a paperback hard book. It's or it looks like it might fit in. It looks like it might be a manual. It looks like it might fit into the switch case. That would be cool. But my biggest issue with paperback art stuff or art books is that they're so easily like you have to take really good care of them. And if it fits right into the fucking box, then that's awesome. But I have an art book for like when I bought the collector's edition of Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii and it came with an art book. And like I have to keep that in like like case and glass and yeah. shit like that because one now i have a fucking dog that likes to chew on everything two it's just like yeah just the the just weathering the elements even in my own basement is bad enough that it can get like crinkled and shit like that i really yeah. need to play hades i'm 99 sure i own this and i just haven't booted it up but that's largely because i could just watch you play it I lurk your streams when you when you play, and I'm just like, I mean, okay, that's I enough. haven't played it in a long time, but uh, I played it, I was in, like, I'm not going to say I was in the beta, but I was in the, I bought it right when it came out. Mm-hmm. Like, the day it came out, I played it, and I was playing it nonstop for, like, so long. And uh, I'm glad, I see how, like, I'm starting to see how Twitch works. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's that initial wave of everyone playing it, and then there's that wave of your big-time 
content creators that finally pick up the game. They're like, this is amazing. I'm like, it's been out for three months. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, that's how Maximilian Dude was with it. I watch a streamer, Barbarous King. He plays this game. He fucking loves it. Everyone that a majority of people that I've seen that played have played it. Love this game. Mm -hmm. Me included. The art style is fantastic. The music's phenomenal. The storyline's really good, too. It sets up why you would have to play the game multiple times to get, like, the different en- excuse me, the different endings and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. But, yeah, art style sells me real hardcore on this. Oh, the game is gorgeous. The game is absolutely yes. fucking beautiful. Uh, Supergiant's best game. I will say it right now. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a tall order, man, because they made Bastion, and Bastion's one of my favorite games of all time. Bastion, it's, mm. uh, I, like I, I said, think I, I own that it. game, but I've never played it. So, oh, dude, uh, Bastion's real good. The next thing we got was the Ninja Gaiden Sigma collection coming out on Switch. I don't remember I've if Sigma is. Games. They're good. I don't remember if the Sigma series is easier or harder than the original release because I don't have Ninja Gaiden One Sigma. I have uh-huh. Ninja Gaiden. The original. I think I actually have Ninja Gaiden Black for the Xbox. That was my first taste into that. And that game is hard as shit. Like, that's not that's not Dark Souls hard. That's like Devil May Cry non-special edition hard. <laughs> like that game is hard. Devil May Cry 3, not Devil May edition. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Devil May Cry 3, non-special edition hard. God damn. I've never really sat down and played these games. I think I played. I played Shinobi on PlayStation 2, and that's the last of the 3D ninja games that I've played. That's a good game. That was a great game, too, though. That game that was game's a hard really as game, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> really? I'm, yeah. Back then it was. I don't know about now. I haven't replayed it lately. I'm excited for this for this series, and I think one of the questions I had posed earlier when we were watching it, too, that I had told myself, I was like, am I... I was like, I was a little worried if the technical, if the Switch would be able to handle the technical or the technicality, which word am I looking for here? The tech specs that Ninja Gaiden offers, uh, one through three, Sigma. But apparently this is coming to every platform, including Steam, PS4, and Xbox One as well. That's weird. So, yeah, it's not, a, it's not a Nintendo exclusive. I thought at first it was going to be like a Nintendo um, exclusive. And I was the one boasting about like, oh, this is just a the door opening for... Um, for uh, Ryu Hayabusa being Smash Brothers, because now we got us two Koei Tecmo games in Samurai and this one, but... I honestly don't believe they're ever going to bring a character that was in PlayStation All-Stars to Smash. And, and, so... that's, the, and that's, <laughs> that's the issue, yeah. That's a hard sell. We're not going to see Kratos. We won't see Ratchet and Clank. We won't see DMC Devil May Cry Dante. So... <laughs> was Crash Bandicoot in All-Stars? I don't he wasn't right. I don't remember. I don't yeah, think I don't so. think he was. Yeah, I I would love to see Crash in Smash. That would be pretty cool, especially with his new game and his uh his new model looks fantastic. So. Yeah, it does. But and then after Ninja Gaiden, we had we got an update to the High Rules Warriors Age of Calamity uh game, which Chris still needs to beat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I played that hard for like two or three days, and I think something else came out, and I'm just like, I'll get to this. 
eventually. I want the ending to be what I want the ending to be. Yeah, everyone I think dies. That's what I was like. I want the bad ending, and this just feels I want to like... see people sacrificing themselves. Exactly. To hold Give back me the true warriors. The true prequel to Breath of the. I want to... someone to see. I want to see the bird boy ripped to shreds by one of the fucking. Uh, <laughs> What is it? The statues? Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, all yeah. cocky and everything, and then the statue wakes up and just blasts him in half. Mm-hmm. That's like what I. Randy want. Johnson's him out there, out of the uh, air. You guys get that yes. reference? <laughs> I got it <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. That was a quick little update. We got updates for Bravely or uh, announcement for Bravely Default Two. That's cool. I didn't play the first one. It just I don't I don't like the chibi art style, so that, that kind of pushes me away from it. Mm-hmm. So, but. Good. I mean, that's all. This is also too. This is not going to be on the 3DS. Like all the games they're announcing is for the Switch as well. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, this is a heavily. Inf- this is a heavily uh, Switch direct for sure. But it, it's it's the right move, I think, because it's giving us from now all the way up to what seems like June or July. We're we're getting a major game coming out every month. Is what it seems like. Yeah. That's what you were. You were like, well, you, the whole time you're like, we got one for every month. You yeah. Kept doing that. <laughs> we got one for every month. And it's kind of interesting because a lot of people were just like, well, we didn't get Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever. Like, blah, blah. I, I firmly believe that this is leading up to that. I feel like June E3 is around the corner again. Yeah. And so they're just going to go ahead and, you know, that's where they're going to showcase everything. And they might announce the Switch Pro then and there too. That has been rumored around. Yeah, that's the only thing that's gonna like hold me off from getting that Monster Hunter uh, Rise Switch is that the new Switch might be coming out. Yeah, I, I would, anyway, I'm still we'll stupid <laughs> enough to buy it. Right, I, I know I'm. We dumb. got uh, we got some more gameplay of the Ghosts and Goblins Resurrected uh, remaster, which that's cool. cool. Capcom's bringing a bunch of shit back. So, uh, and then this one Eddie got really excited about, I which mean, is the Saga Frontier remastered. I'm. Yes. I'm fairly excited about that too because I still haven't played Saga Frontier either. And if I'm not mistaken, I think I think I am mistaken. I was under the impression that there was three Saga Frontiers. I think that like just like the Romancing Saga series had a trilogy. I want to say that the Frontier series had either a trilogy or at the very least had a sequel. And it we does did have not... a sequel. It does have a sequel. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. It does have a sequel. I want to say there's also a third one, but I don't think it was like. It's I don't think unli- it was officially. Yeah, unlimited saga for the PlayStation Two. I heard that game is bad though. There you go. That one's not very good. Yeah, so. I'm excited for this one because this was one of the first. So my my whole RPG arc is weird because the first RPG that I played was Chrono Trigger. The second one that I played was Saga Frontier. Oh, so, okay. So that's why I'm like super excited for it because it became one of those like really obscure like weird JRPG games, and me and my sister had a really good time playing this game. So we played the second one too. The second one I don't remember being as memorable, but this one for sure, like it's just one of those that I remember. I even had the the actual PS One disc for a while before I got rid of all my stuff. So I'm really looking forward to this. I hope uh, Limited Run gets a run at giving or a physical edition. Or I don't even know if Limited Run would be able to because it's still a Square Enix game and they don't really do Square Enix games. But we'll see. I want okay. a physical of this. I don't think you're getting right. physical of this. <laughs> I, know. I don't know. If I, know. I don't think Swear you're getting chance. physical of this. Uh, we got some other announcements. Apex Legends for Switch. I didn't even know that Apex Legends was even on the fucking Switch. It That's just got what it is now. Horrible. Yeah, yeah, they just announced it. Okay. So, 
And then we had uh, Aonuma come out and be like, hey, uh, Breath of the Wilds, we're working on it, so fuck you guys, but here's Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this was something that we were, I mean, now we have no excuse to play this game now. Uh, again, or for the first time for some of us. Mm-hmm. That was, I remember last year, I think it was like early when we were doing fucking uh, the podcast and I was, I was really trying hard to get into Skyward Sword, but the control scheme just pushed me away every fucking time. So now that they have the, the controller layout and the controller set up, um, I'm here for it. I can't fucking wait. And they, and they got the fucking, uh, what was it? The revengeance control scheme where you swing the sword with the, the C stick. Yeah. Um, um I uh, yes that's what Also I, want. I just saw in the trailer that bomb bowling is in fact still in this game. Hell <laughs> so- yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. I I was on the same boat as you man. Like I this is one of the ones that I remember when Twilight Princess first came out on the Wii and the GameCube and I opted for the GameCube version because I didn't want to deal with the motion controls. Mm-hmm. And this was the same reason why Skyward Sword is one of the ones that I skipped because I was just like if it's all motion controls and I don't really care for it. I'm wondering and I'm curious and I'm I'm pretty sure it's not it's not going to happen but I'm pretty sure he's just going to be right-handed this entire time whether you're using motion controls or just the pro controller he's going to be right-handed mm-hmm. the entire time right I yeah, mean I mean it, like that's it. what it looked like they might have an option to toggle it but I don't know the good, the thing is Skyward Sword has a really good story and really good characters it was just hindered by that terrible fucking motion controls yeah I think I think it's gonna be a great I think it's gonna be a great discovery for a lot of either Zelda fans I've never that, played it that haven't played it and mm-hmm. even newcomers and stuff like that because I feel like it's one of those things with Wind Waker too right when people saw Wind Waker for the first time I still know people that have not played Wind Waker or are going through Wind Waker for the first time mm-hmm. and I'm like this game is gorgeous it's amazing and I'm like oh I remember the death threats that came out when they released uh, yep. Wind Waker that's because they had released the tech demo of what uh, like real life adult Link looked like on horseback and he was like fighting some fucking Stalfos on horseback as well and then they was just like yeah. boom Wind Waker cartoon and they were like fuck you yeah and Wind Waker I think didn't Wind Waker start the what is that kind of uh, Zelda the game the Cell Shaded was I was it? gonna say the storybook ones. I don't know about it being storybook. I know about it being cell shaded because after we got that, then we got Minish Cap, then we got Spirit Tracks, then we got Phantom Hourglass. I think Spirit yeah. Tracks and Phantom Hourglass might be flip flopped. Yeah, um, and, and there's also uh, Four Swords, right? Because Four Swords, four swords kind of falls n- in that. Mm, four Swords, I think, came out. No, I think I, I think, think you're it right. Came out after Wind Waker. I think it was after Wind Waker. But that was more based on the redesign for A Link to the Past, I believe. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway, we got uh, everyone was wanting the 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 35th. Was it 35th anniversary of Zelda now? Yeah, there was like some rumor that they were going to have like a 35th anniversary special where they have fucking um, Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, Wind Waker. And in my mind, I was just like, just get a wii u which is hard for a yeah. lot of people but i mean like i'm, I'm talking from a, posi- uh, a position of privilege when i say that i understand <laughs> what everyone is saying i was like no fuck you give me the fucking twilight princess coming from a proficient uh, a position of money yeah pretty so. much but i thought it was really weird that they were like hey look at all this stuff that was in skyward sword that was not that we implemented in breath of the wild isn't that cool there's a stamina bar and all this other stuff i'm like yeah bro we get that that game did that 
Bro, I don't know why you guys are bringing that up now. I, w- I was just like, if I wanted to hear you say that, I would just watch a Did You Know gaming special. Fucking show yeah. me the game. That's all I care about. Just show me the fucking game. And I think that was basically it, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Splatoon 3 didn't exist. Uh, nah, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't fucking end your Nintendo Direct with fucking Splatoon 3. <laughs> that game I know is bigger I... than what you think, dude. Like, that game is massive. I guess. I don't know. Apparently, there's some post-apocalyptic shit going on now. So France is destroyed. France is gone. The Alpha. Al- it's not gone. It's upside down. No, no, no. So- the Eiffel Tower it has fallen. France has fallen. There is no more France. I mean, did we expect them to put up a fight? So no. that is so fucking wrong. That is that is so southern to hear that shit. It is. <laughs> Can't blame where I'm from. I mean, you can blame that, but <laughs> uh, but yeah. Then we got Splatoon three. So yep. Which, if you like there you that, go. Uh, congratulations. If you wanted to listen to us talk about it instead of actually go and watch it, there you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Some people are mad. Some people are happy. I'm overall this. I give this a C plus passing. I'll give it a B. I would give it a B. I think that I'll give it a B because of Skyward Sword. I think Skyward Sword, the the fucking Project Triangle, fucking now Mario Golf. When I'm looking at back at it, more news on uh, No More <laughs> Heroes Three. Yeah, I know. I, I think that it is a solid B, a solid B. I, I it only had like a few games that I didn't care about, but it wasn't like anything that I hated. Unfortunately, we didn't get anything from like the big. Th- three games that we're expecting which is bayonetta 3 metroid prime 4 breath of the wild 2 i mean technically you got an update and it was just like shut the fuck up stop asking me type deal yeah but still it was you got these cool uh legend of zelda skyward sword joy cons Mm -hmm. that you could spend 80 dollars on hell yeah well i'm 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 a fucking do it (laughs) i'm i'm perfectly okay with not owning these so Nah, I still haven't fixed my uh, my other Joy-Cons, my original ones, when I got the really nice uh, Japanese blue wave art. I, there was probably a name for it. I don't know it, but I still have to fix those eventually. But yeah, that's it for the Nintendo Direct. Cool. Corey, what have so, you been up to this week? Fucking losing my mind. <laughs> so... So the first thing we did was uh, it was our monthly Sonic and Ra- uh, All-Star Racing Transformed stream, mm-hmm. which is always fun. I'm starting to get better at that game. I got to go through and level the characters up because everyone's tired of Haru picking Sega Ages. And he's like, I beat you guys again. I'm like, yeah, bro, you're beating us with the best character. So, <laughs> But no, in his defense, he switched over like Tails and some other characters. So, Oh, yeah, he picked the third ass. best character because I heard like the best character outside of Ages is like I.I. And then after II, it's supposed to be fucking tails and gum. So, sure, dude, whatever. Yeah. Look- hey, Haru also says he waxes us, and like I beat him a couple times. He didn't always get in first, so I don't I don't understand what his his definition of waxing is. His definition of waxing and my definition of waxing are two totally different waxings. So. <laughs> But no, I want to play some more of that game. They're always fun. It always brings in the numbers. Uh, we had we had uh, eight people. At, I think we had eight people in our own lobby this time playing. So That's cool. My goal would be to like fill up the entire uh, roster. We started playing some of the other... So we were playing just regular races. And then we started... Towards the end of it, we started exploring the, uh, like the other game modes. 
And one of the ones that we really liked was, uh, so there's a mode called, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically like the racing mode, but you have three lives. It's like a battle race mode. Okay. So if you get hit by three items, you get, you turn into a ghost. I know what you're talking about. That is a battle mode. I mean, like you're on the track. Well, it's still racing too. So it's, it's an actual like track because I remember playing a mode where we had to save the chow. And then the mode after that was like a, a no shit battle mode. Fuck you. I love the chow mode. That, sh- that mode is no, great. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like an actual, it's just like a race. You want to you wanna finish first with the race. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have this new mechanic where you only have th- you can only get hit three times before you turn into a ghost. And if you're a ghost, you can fly, you can drive through people and do damage to them. And if they're on their last peg of health and you do damage to them, you kill them and you're resurrected. Uh, so you come back into the race, but you only have one life. That's cool. So, yeah, it was pretty fun. That's uh, cool. I liked it. And, and that's not because I got first. I actually enjoyed it. So <laughs> No, that but, game is uh, legitimately good. That It's still my favorite kart racer. I unfortunately just haven't been able to play with you guys lately. It's pretty good. So we're going to do those monthly. So mm-hmm. be, uh, jump in the Megavision Discord. To see when we're gonna, you were probably gonna shoot for like middle of the month on those. Okay, they seem to be doing pretty well. Uh, I'm gonna skip Super Mario 3D World till Eddie comes back to talk about it. The next big thing, I'll do an update on my other stream, and then the next big thing, I'm gonna take a long time to talk about the next thing. But I did my Nuzlocke stream. I did that. I got so Friday night we did our 3D World stream, and then like I quit streaming, and I was like, man, I just want to play again. So I booted up my stream and streamed until like 3 a.m. And it was a fucking shit show. Like, I lost three main characters. Like, I lost Crobat, which is a zombie hunter. I lost my Haunter, which was Scotty Moe. Okay. And I lost my Slowpoke, which I had just got to level 30 from, like, level 17. And he died as well. Yeah. Was was uh, that after we got off of Super Mario? Yeah, I played... You were playing Strive, so you were dead to the world. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) But no, I streamed for about three or four hours, and it was pretty like we took down the gym leaders no problem mm-hmm. but the fucking radio tower rocket team rocket is what got me so the first fatality was there's a guy that has like five coughings and a wheezing and they're all like at least level 30 and that's the and fucking um crowbat mm-hmm. crowbat got hit with a crit self-destruct and he was at full health yeah hate to see and i was it. just like i was just like yeah and then and then I didn't know I kept going, and I was like, oh, this is a rival battle. Oh, shit, I forgot he has Feraligator. My Pokemon are only, like, level 30 right now. I was like, okay, we'll bring in – I'll bring in Haunter. And then he used Crunch. I was like, I forgot Feraligator did the Crunch. <laughs> so <laughs> that – uh, the he was super dead. So <laughs> <laughs> That fucking yeah. life bar was deleted. <laughs> that was uh, completely gone. And then I forget what Slowpoke died to, but it was something stupid. He was at, like, half health. Mm-hmm. He might have got hit by a Pursuit or, like, an unlucky crit or something like that. And I was just, like, fucking done. I was like, fuck this game. This is bullshit. So, and then the next day what I did was we recouped. And uh, we just did a day of grinding. And Connor brought it to my attention. He goes, you know, during this grind, we found a really good place to start grinding. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, during this time, you could just turn the game speed up to four times. And I was like... You're right. And then I started playing it. And I was like, oh, I'm not playing this game without four times speed anymore. Like, <laughs> like this is just a lot easier. Like, mm-hmm. we're still getting there. It's still the destination. 
It's just like we all got time, like we all got shit to do. So why you know sit here and make it ten streams of grinding? Exactly. So, but we were able to catch another polywag. So now we have a polytoad. Connor was extremely happy about that. Why does Connor uh, want to be polytoad so bad? Uh, do polytoad? I looked up polytoad's actually pretty fucking good. Like, okay. <laughs> he's a really good special attacker, and he learns hypnosis, which is really good too. So. But we caught a we we got that one leveled up. We got our Quilava evolved into Typhlosion. Heracross is a fucking beast. Yeah, like Heracross is just fucking all day. motherfuckers all up. day. They every should day. not have given a Pokemon Brick Break at such a low level. <laughs> like Brick Break does seventy five power with a hundred percent, like a hundred accuracy, and like his attack is dumb. It's he is like level thirty six, and his attack is like a hundred and ten. Isn't it like um a fighting based? thunderbolt that breaks that's like a um a wall breaker i think no so brick break i think it does break through light screens and reflect yeah like it goes through that shit and it's it's 70 with 100 percent accuracy that's the same thing as a thunderbolt like it's super yeah. good the move is super fucking good yeah it's sometimes you're like i should you run thunderbolt for the accuracy over thunder so <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh mike but- go ahead he that Heracross. So our team right now is Typhlosion. It's Heracross. We caught a Swinub and evolved it into Pilliswine because we're going to shoot for a Mamoswine. Oh, which is really good. Okay, yeah, you can get Mamoswine in this game. We just have to get. We have to teach Pilliswine Ancient Powder, Powder, Power, Ancient Power, which I think he can learn from the Move Tutor, but I think you can only access the Move Tutor after you beat the game for the first time. But you're doing all 16, right? I'm doing... My Nuzlocke doesn't end until I beat Red. Okay. So we're going to try and shoot for a Mamoswine. Uh, what else do we have? We still have Gyarados, but I think we boxed him for a, for something else. That was me! Uh, <laughs> I mean, you come back. You have fucking high-ass attack because you are you're you have an adamant nature, and it's just ridiculous. We finally got Waterfall, which means you got finally got a good water move. So. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Because the thing is, his special attack's garbage, so I don't want to teach it any. We're going physical moves. Yeah, right? we physical got bite. sweeper. Yeah, we got... Uh, the problem is, I have a lot of physical... So my Typhlosion is a special sweeper. Mm-hmm. Heracross is obviously a physical sweeper. Mm-hmm. Gyarados would be a physical sweeper. Politoed's a... I think I got, like, a mixture. Politoed is a, a special. Pilloswine is a physical. And there's one other Pokemon Pilloswine could have. also be a wall, right? Because it should have, like... It should be high special, high regular defense. If I'm not I think mistaken. it's high regular defense, and it's like uh, actually it's okay. It's two th- areas is attack and HP. Okay, that that's the two uh, abilities that it has. Move remember is what Zombie Hunter says. Okay, I am playing Soul Silver on this remake right now, and I, I'm absolutely loving it. It's I. The other one is we have Onyx, and we're going. We found out how to get Metal Coat early oh. without beating the game okay so, so we're gonna have steelix. that's gonna be our physical wall okay it's gonna be steelix okay yeah so, then maybe you don't even need me it, apparently if you have the pokey the pokey athlon dome is like where you can go and play like little pokemon mini games and accumulate points mm-hmm. and apparently on fridays you can buy metal coats with the points that's cool so we're gonna buy a metal coat on this coming friday and then we'll have a steelix because you only have to in the rom hack because i'm doing a rom hack to where any so, any Pokemon that would evolve by trading or trading and holding an item, only they'll evolve either at a level or they just have to evolve by having the item on them and then leveling up. That's smart. 
So like Politoed, we leveled up Poliwag. We Poliwag evolved at level 25. We gave Poliworld the King's Rock, and then at level 26 he evolved into Politoed. Got it. So I'm glad that the ROM hack works. So, but it's it's we're having really fun, a lot of fun. We're at uh, Blackthorn City, which is the final gym. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're around that area grinding, but we have to be careful because there's gravelers everywhere that have fucking self destruct, and I'm waiting. Because my polytoe just fucking wipes them with the floor. But Gravelers can have sturdy ability, mm-hmm. which means they could have one HP mm-hmm. and then do a fucking self-destruct. So, I, 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 I don't know. I wish that like self-destruct and explosion were based off of how much HP you already had so that the, the damage is scaled to how much the, the HP is. Because I mean like throw out there immediate explosion yeah that should kill because it's a one-for-one trade but if you have like sturdy you have one hit point you do explosion and that kills my fucking pokemon (laughs) fuck you you are a shit bag yeah it's pretty rough chat asked me hold on i've gotten streams going a little crazy we're having an encoding i've been having encoding errors for some reason so i gotta close some stuff out that sucks which is stupid but whatever. Uh, it looks like it's only like certain sites that do an encoder overload. Anyway, Chad is telling me that if I can get a heart scale, which I think you can at the Pokeathlon Dome at a certain on a certain day, mm-hmm. then I think you use the heart scales to learn a move from the move rememberer. So we might be able to get that pillow swine into a mammoth swine. Pretty, we might be able to do it right now. So I'll probably check after this stream and see if it's possible. Sick. But. Other than that, the thing that's been going on this weekend right now is BlizzCon Line is happening right now. The opening ceremony was on Friday. I watched the opening ceremony. Obviously, some of this stuff is like pre-recorded. But what is interesting is BlizzCon, obviously we can't because of COVID, have a regular BlizzCon. But they're doing a virtual, like it's free to watch, free to access stuff. Like they're not charging you to for any of this shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a TV station. You go, when you went to the Blizzard uh, website, they had, like, the opening ceremonies on the main channel and all subsequent channels. But after that opening ceremony, you're like, oh, I want to know about more about this new World of Warcraft stuff. You can go to the World of Warcraft channel, and it's all World of Warcraft stuff, like, 24-7. They're either playing, like, old matches, or they're talking about interviews and all that stuff. Same for Diablo, same for StarCraft, same for Hearthstone, Overwatch, all that stuff. The big things, and... What is very weird to me is I'm super excited about games that are over 15 years old that Blizzard is either remaking or just bringing them back out. So I wanted to pull up uh, some of the stuff on YouTube because the first thing I wanted to talk about was the Retro Arcade Collection from Blizzard. Mm -hmm. Basically what that is is it's three of their retro games because people, if they don't know, Blizzard actually used to make video games before like RTSs and shit like that. What? Yeah, three of the games that they created were Blackthorn, Rock and Roll Racing, and uh, the Lost Vikings. The, the they did Blackthorn. The yeah, they did Blackthorn. Holy shit! And this collection is remasters of all three of those games. That's awesome. Yeah, I was playing. So it's really weird because me and Scotty just recently played Rock and Roll Racing on the on the stream. And 
what's awesome is so I went into the collection earlier today and I was playing this. I was playing rock and roll racing. They have like an interview section where they go in and like interview people that worked on the game and on the definitive edition. Mm-hmm. They have you can toggle it if you want to toggle the game to the Super Nintendo version, the definitive version, or the Genesis version. Oh, and uh, the definitive version has they got the rights to the songs. That Rush is in this game. Deep Purple is in this game. Judas Priest is in this game. Uh, Black Sabbath. I haven't heard Black Sabbath was in the original one, the par- Paranoid, but I haven't heard it in this version yet, mm. so I'm not sure. But yeah, Red, you, it just in one mat in one of the races, it just goes right into the middle of Red Barchetta by uh, by Rush, and I was just like, oh, this is awesome! So That's I'm very excited. Really about it. cool. I'm looking at Lost Vikings, and yeah. that game it looks like the the cheesy fucking platformers from the the Super Nintendo Genesis days, and I'm like. I need to play that. That looks so fucking good. It, it was so. It was, it was crazy because on my end, people always talk. I got so many questions about rock and roll racing. Like I don't know how many texts, like DMs that I get. Like, dude, rock and roll racing, and I'm like, eh. Like I played it's it, good. but it, I played it, but it wasn't one of those games that like really stood out. But oh, the music! I'm like, I get it. Lost Vikings is the game that I played as a kid, and mm. I really enjoyed that platformer. I, well, the whole thing is too. There's a rewind function in this as well, so <laughs> everything's coming out uh, with a uh, rewind functions now. Modern retro gaming. I'm I'm here for. That's it. what it is. I'm here for. Uh, it. You got the cool like they got a bunch of shit in there. Like you can change. You can put scan li- scan lines on there. It's really cool. It's only twenty dollars for these three games. If you go to I don't know, so they have the three different like collections you can buy you can buy the twenty dollar the forty dollar or the sixty dollar if you buy like the sixty or the forty dollar it gives you it's like a blizzcon collection that gives you a bunch of shit for all the other games too but if you just want the basic you just want the collection which by the way this collection is on pc and consoles so you can go buy this on consoles too if you want to nice and uh yeah it's on ps4 uh i think it's on switch i think it what it just said it's definitely on xbox so yeah, so it looks PS4, like Switch, PS4, Xbox, or, yeah. Xbox One, and PC, yeah. Yeah, chat's saying uh, that it's super worth it when these games are pretty expensive for their cartridge for- cartridge forms. I think, like, Blackthorn hit 60 recently. Blackthorn might even be more than that. Rock and Roll Racing is, like, not cheap as either. Have you ever looked up, like, StarCraft on Nintendo 64? That game's super fucking expensive. <laughs> no, holy it? shit! Oh, no, no, Loose, it's $40. Okay, that's around the price that I got it for. Let me see. Rock and roll. Rock and roll racing. Uh, the Genesis and the Super Nintendo version vary drastically, I believe, in price. Mm. But what's good, too, in this game is if you don't want to listen to the definitive versions, you can turn on the Super Nintendo music or the Genesis music. That's cool. Which are like digital versions, like 8-bit and 16-bit versions of like, you know, Paranoid by Black Sabbath, Judas Priest, uh, Bad to the Bone, mm-hmm. all that shit. They got Deep Purple's Highway Star, That's which awesome. is great. Yeah. That song's fantastic. Awesome. It's a great song. Yeah, so yeah. 20 bucks for this. It's not bad. See, uh, <laughs> also, if you, buy it, if you buy it right now, you get 15% off coupon at their store as well, too. There you mm-hmm. go. See, and oh, this is yeah. the thing that I this is the thing that I was telling you about, Corey, when we were talking about like retro games going digital or something like this, I can get behind. You know what I yeah, mean? We're like, never gonna get physical of this shit. Yeah, we're not so. gonna get a physical of this, but like it's good to know that these options are available and that they're coming out and they're capital. It might not be the most money making game out there or whatever, but I just think it's like going back to their history and their roots and being like, Hey, there's people that have been following Blizzard since God knows when. 
why not give them something that they can like you know bring that nostalgia back and the way they're going yeah. about it is the right way the uh blizzard arcade so mm-hmm. i I'm mean all for it the lost vikings have a cameo in world of warcraft like that, like it's really cool how they can't like throw back to like their where they came from and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but no, it's great. You should go check it out. Like I said, it's only twenty bucks. The next thing I wanted to bring up was they announced because I'm messaging my buddy that works there, and I'm just like they're going to announce Burning Crusade Classic. I've been seeing too much stuff about it. Uh, for people that don't know, Burning Crusade is the second expansion for World of Warcraft. And uh, vanilla, right? I w- do what? Yeah, it's it's a sequel to vanilla. Okay, is what it is. It's the it's the very first X pack. But this <sighs> is this is- Burning Crusade is what brought has brought me back into classic. So the thing is, I did not play a big a whole lot in Burning Crusade. So I'm excited to relive. This is going to be my first time through a lot of this stuff in Burning Crusade. I played at the tail end of Burning Crusade when it was switching from Burning Crusade into Wrath of the Lich King, which is the second expansion of World of Warcraft. Wrath of the Lich King Uh, is the big one, right? Wrath of the Lich King, I would say, is pinnacle for us retro uh, World of Warcraft players. That was the peak. Okay. That was the peak of this is the best this game has ever been. Okay. And then after that, we were like, Cataclysm is not that great. So, and then Pandera <laughs> came out, and then Warlords of Draenor, and it's just been shit show after shit show. But the the reason, like I said, I want to play through Burning Crusade. This is where we get our first, you know, like, our new classes and stuff like that. Or not new classes. We get new races. The Horde gets Blood Elves, and the Alliance get Draenei. But the thing is, it gives me hope for Wrath of the Lich King. Because Wrath of the Lich King was even bigger than Burning Crusade. Mm-hmm. So if they're coming out with Burning Crusade, they have... And I feel like they're not going to go past Wrath of the Lich King. They would stop at Wrath of the Lich King. Really? I don't... I don't think... I don't... I don't... I could be totally wrong, but I don't see them going further into, like, Cataclysm and Mist of Pandera and all that stuff. What was the problems between those expansions compared to Wrath of the Lich King? Now, I know that Wrath of the Lich King probably has a lot of lore elements that are important. But like lots of lore, it was just raiding was fun. Uh, it has one of the best raids in there, which was Old War, that like kind of just goes completely away from the Wrath of the Lich King storyline and just does an even equal, or I would say even like more important storyline. And it was very very good. It's just it was a it was a big time for a lot of us where we were just like, I mean, I was broke. The only thing I could pay my bills and I play, paid for my WoW time. That's what I did. That's how I interacted with people. Like, I had my in-life friends that I played with, but I i mean, I know people that I still talk to today that I met during Wrath of the Lich King just because, you know, that's, I used to raid, uh, run, I was a raid leader back then, kind of thinking about doing that now. I'm working on in the Discord right now. I've got uh, my buddy Hamburglar and Foxback. They're like, yo, we're going to play. The Hamburglar. So I'm, I'm trying to get people together so we can play. As soon as money's really hard to get in classic right now, you got to grind for it. But I would love to make a guild and just name it Scrubverse and all that stuff. So I'm leveling a character right now. So the thing is, it's coming out in 2021. They have not said the exact date when it's coming out yet. And the thing is, I'm leveling my character now, but they did say that they're going to release like the new races and stuff like that in a pre patch earlier than when the game is going to release so people can play like. If they're like, oh, I want to be a blood elf, but I don't want to have to like, you know, be caught behind my friends. You know, I got to level up. So they're going to give people time to level up to the level cap in order to do the expansion. 
Okay. Because the way in World of Warcraft, expansions only work off of like your like you hit the level cap right now is level sixty. So anything after you know, Rat- Burning Crusade is going to up that level cap to seventy, and then all the Burning Crusade stuff is sixty, probably like fifty eight levels, fifty eight to level seventy. So that's why they want people all the way up to those levels. Nice. So okay. Yeah, but, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> wow! Shut up and listen, then. <laughs> dude. The only the only experience that I have with World of Warcraft is um, the South Park episode. That's it. That's like everybody the, does. Oh, yeah, that's the so, only thing I know of. Um, that's vanilla. Wow. <laughs> I, I work. I remember when I worked at GameStop. I was there for one of their. I, I might have been the Lint the the King one. What did you call it? The Lich, Lich King. King. The Lich King. King yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. It might have been the Lich King. DLC. I but to be completely honest, I'm not too sure. But what's tripping me out, if I understood what you just said right here, there's two different World of Warcrafts now. But one's yes. a classic, which is basically a remaster of the original, and now they're yes. bringing back that DLC again. Yes, it's so they're bringing that the expansion to so there's Warcraft, there's World of Warcraft retail and there's World of Warcraft classic. Gotcha. Retail is the normal World of Warcraft where it's on like Shadowlands and all that stuff. That's the big one. That's and then this one is just they brought back classic because people said they wanted it, and now people obviously did want it. So now it's so successful that they're moving into the expansion for classic as well. And just to clarify, the reason why they're the, rehashing their games is what they are right. doing. <laughs> the reason why they're bringing it back is because those expansions are unavailable currently. Is that correct? Or unavailable no. in their in their original forms. I mean, kind of. No one ever. No one goes back to Burning Crusade or Wrath to really do anything. Like, especially end game wise for WoW retail. So Is it because it just, of it's, power but they creep? but they are but they are in WoW retail. They are in there. You can okay. go to these areas and go do that shit. It doesn't really matter as much because you you level so quickly and like there's so many quality of life changes. I went back to it today. I've been playing. I've been leveling my uh, troll shaman. God damn, is there a lot of fucking walking in that game? <laughs> like, so much fucking walking. You're like, I got to go up here to go to a quest. Okay, now go back down here to get to return the quest. And I'm just like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, uh, I will say that in vanilla, it's probably the roughest. Uh, when expansions comes out, when expansions come out in WoW. They make there's quality of life changes to make it easier to level. So when this one comes out, it's going to be a little bit easier to level characters. And what they said too was, which was interesting, is you're going to have a choice with your level 60 character. You can either proceed to go into the expansion, or you can stay in WoW Classic Vanilla. Like you don't have to go into the expansion. Like you just want to stay in that one. Uh, and then if people want to be in both of them, they're gonna they're giving you a paid service to basically copy your character, and you can be in both the Burning Crusade one and the regular just WoW classic That's cool. vanilla one. So, uh, WoW uh, Blizzard really likes their paid services, so they make money off that shit. They make money off of them. It's true. Uh, and then the final thing that I was gonna bring up because obviously this is just bringing back everything that I love. They announced a Diablo two remake. Not remake, uh, remaster. Okay. It's called Diablo II Resurrection. And uh, we were correct. I was talking to my buddy that works at Blizzard. He goes, I wonder what Vicarious Visions was working on. <laughs> <laughs> so Vicarious Visions was totally working on this. But no, 
War, uh, Diablo 2 is one of the biggest games that Blizzard ever came out with. Recently, there's been a resurgence in the game because the ladder reset a couple months ago. So it absolutely looks beautiful. I'm very excited to see. They said all the core gameplay mechanics are going to be on uh, in there. Uh, you're going to be able to toggle shit off. Like if you just want the OG experience, you can toggle off all the cool shit if you want to. They're not going to make it a mandatory and before anybody says, like, oh, man, Warcraft 3 was a shit show, that was a different team that was working on that. <laughs> okay. So, no, I'm very excited for it. BlizzCon has been surprisingly, you know, uplifting. I was not I was not expecting BlizzCon to actually deliver this year. So, I mean, just looking right now, it just looks fantastic so far. I've always wanted to play this game because my only experience with Diablo is Diablo 3. And... I know that, like, a lot of people shit on it. I love Diablo 3. is fine now. Diablo 3 was... I mean, I played it at launch, and I still didn't have a problem with it. Diablo um, 3 is the latest one, right? I did. Well, I mean, yeah, like, you guys probably knew what, what you were looking for. I went in this, and I'm like, this ain't that bad, and Tiff and I both really enjoyed it. And I love Tyrael, and I've always wanted to find out more about Tyrael. Oh, yeah. And I tried going back to Diablo 1. That was an experience, <laughs> and yeah. I never finished Diablo it. Diablo 1's fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, but Diablo 2, I was just like, I'll eventually get to Diablo 2. This is going to get me to play Diablo 2. The thing is, uh, you were playing Diablo 3, and just for the storyline, which is fine, but end the game of Diablo 3 at launch was abysmal. You, even in top-tier uh, gear, you couldn't do some of the hardest stuff. As a tank, you had to kite. Any tank. You had to hit and run away. Hit and run away. Because it didn't matter. The bosses were so overpowered. Okay. So uh, that's why they, when, uh, what was it, the expansion to Diablo 3 came out was the Reaper of Souls. Yes. When that came out, totally changed everything and basically turned it into Diablo 2. Okay. That's why people. You know, I haven't played Reaper of Souls yet, and I keep on hearing that it's really fucking good. It's very good. So. But yeah, I believe uh, this game is supposed to be coming out this year as well. Am I going to have so. to pick this up so we can play together? <laughs> D- D- I, I tell everyone to play Diablo 2. Diablo 2 is just a fun fucking game. Uh, how much do we know how much the... I know that the StarCraft remaster was $20. How much was the Warcraft 3 Reforged? I think it was do we remember how much that was? I think I heard that it 30? was $30. I, could see I feel this. like this will be $20 to $30. Okay. I don't know much about it. I was looking at that, and I'd be like, that's a $40 game. Maybe. I mean, to be honest with you, I'd pay $40 and for this. And look at that. $40 available for pre-order right now as per H2O. How about there that you go. shit? So Diablo 2 is like, there's just hours of fun. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so fucking fun. And we got a lot of, lot. oh, it's going to be on PC and consoles with cross-progression. Yeah. Nice. So as long so as you have I, your Battle.net account logged in, you can yes. switch over. That's awesome. Yes. That's what's yeah. up. You're going to be able to just pick it up. You're like, I want to play on PS4 right now. And then I I have been hearing that I think they might have took out the local coach, couch co-op oh. like Diablo 3 on the consoles have. But, I mean, most of us have. I mean, I hate to sound like that. I have multiple consoles. Also, I don't have anybody else in this house that wants to play it with me. So I'm fine. <laughs> I'm I'm the inverse of that. I I would have to buy two copies then. Which... I'm wondering. They didn't say which uh, systems it's coming out on. They just said system consoles. So I'm wondering if it's coming out on PS5 and PS4. It did say it right there. It showed PS4 and PS5. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Right at the end. Right at Look the at end. That. 
Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> right I didn't see that. So that's where Chris and I are going to pick it up on uh, PS5. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's where it yeah. says. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I'll be a, I'll be playing on PC and I can play with y'all. So. Yeah. So that's cool. So. That's basically it for BlizzCon. I don't think they gave a lot of StarCraft never gets anything. So that's basically a dead fucking game, unfortunately. And uh, I think Overwatch got some like peeks into Overwatch Two, but I don't care. They started. They were like, "You get st-, like." They said something about Heroes of the Storm. I was like, "You guys fucking dropped Heroes of the Storm like it was a like it was a baby you didn't know." Yeah, like so- it had a lot of hype over LOL for a little. It was bit. a fun game. I heard it's really really good, but they were saying like, "Oh, Heroes uh, Hots is not as competitive as LOL." And Blizzard didn't support it in the same way that Riot was supporting a law, which Riot's got fuck you money. Like, Blizzard's got fuck yeah. you money, but Riot's got fuck you money. And anything that HOTS tried to do, Law was just like, okay, do that and then double it. Yeah. So, and then I was waiting on this last one for Eddie to come back. We did our Super Mario 3D World stream, uh, and it was fun, but... But I hit some people. <laughs> oh, I have no pro- fucking problem saying this. Eddie, stop fucking throwing us off the stage. I fucking hate that. That's like playing with my children. Okay? What? Plural. Plural. Look, I'm only saying that because I have a, a lot of like younger people that hang out with me that come over to the house and they pull the same fucking shit and chat caught it. They were just like, Chris is using his dad's sigh and that was 100% the truth. 100% the truth. So I'm just that. like... We only made it to World 4, too. Could you imagine if we're playing, like, the, the end levels? Imagine if Eddie didn't throw us off. We could have made it to World 6. <laughs> it's true. Just imagine. <laughs> Next stream, we could have made it to Bowser's Fury. No fucking I just, problem. I, I just thought it was great, like, on my end. And, like, I'm not trying to defend myself or anything like that. But to me, it was funny because, like, I was, like, so... It was a long day. You were having expl- so much fun. I was having a blast. And so what, what made me... What made me like do it even more is because you'd be like stop fucking throwing me and i'd be like i didn't mean to but this time i did you're a liar <laughs> like the accident well that was the thing too he he would be like i didn't i'm like I, i'm sorry am i fucking blind now because i just watched you do it well it's it's, he's it's like no i didn't yeah it's dumb when like the run button is the same th- and you just like as soon as you run it into somebody like yeah. it's, it's like just pick him up and you're like oh i'm not there's so many things going on i'm a little chris, buzzed I picked chris up and he was like don't pick me up and yeah. i'm like i didn't mean to <laughs> yeah but the right thing to do is say oh i'm sorry and then throw him on land yeah. and then you're around here is like oh well yeet off the fucking <laughs> yeah. stage did you guys notice that when you picked something up that usually in a mario game if you to pick something up and to hold it you have to hold the button yes and then when you let it go, it throws the shell or yeah. throws the person. Yes. That is not true in this game. You have to hit the button again. Yep. And that was fucking with my head. That's weird. Because I would, like, jump up to throw a shell, and I would not hit the button again, and it wouldn't throw it. I'm just like, oh, well, fuck me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think it's because I already played that game before that it was just, like, muscle memory, but I've never noticed that. Yeah. The game's still good. The net code was not as bad as I thought it was going to be, but not as great as I thought it was going to be. Uh, so. I was not impressed with it. That's that. I've definitely played some shittier netcode games. They're but... they're on that Smash Ultimate netcode. They need to jump over to that Mario Kart netcode, bro. They need to jump on that Strive netcode. There we go. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I mean, we'll I think, I, think, later. 
I think the best thing about it is that we were actually able to play it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we never disconnected at once. Oh, yeah, 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 live, yeah. I mean, like... It played better than Scott Pilgrim did, so... So, like, my, my issue is that as much as I talk shit about the netcode, the, the fact that even though with the marginal delay, and when I mean marginal, I mean somewhat significant, but I, it, was, it was not as bad as I was able to adapt to everything. You know what I mean? So I was still yeah, able to yeah. get most of the coins and then, like, run around and get them if we, we fucking missed them or some shit like that. I mean, we were still, even though, and I don't know how it is for you, Corey, because you were the host, but I was still able, I was still good enough to get the crown at the end of stages and be like, okay, I still did good enough to be the best of the group, so to say. Yeah. So it was, right. it was still a decent experience at the end of the day. It was fun. I think, Eddie, this was your first time playing it, right? It was my first time playing it, yeah, because it originally mm -hmm. came out on the Wii U. Wii yes. U. And I, Wii U, yes. I, the Wii U I, is a console that I completely skipped. Everyone's so, like, I, 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 can, I can understand why you did. Mm. So, <laughs> I mean, you're talking to two people that love the Wii U, though. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Wii U, I mean, so I have a, it's not necessarily a love-hate relationship. I love the Wii U. I can understand why people skip it, though. Because there's a lot of games for it, especially the third-party games, where they're just garbage. They are absolute yeah. like, the worst version of that game. What was that, Zombie U? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, so Zombie U, I didn't even think was that bad. I thought that Zombie U was fairly good. And then it got a PS3 release, and I'm like, oh, this is better. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, but the thing is, is that with the Wii U version, there are little novelties that I really do appreciate. The idea of having, like, the screen down in front of you as you're playing, I thought was fucking cool as shit. Especially in Zombie U, because you're constantly looking at your resources down on the on the pad. Yeah. Even looking back, because I, I was playing Pikmin 3 Deluxe for the Switch, and I'm like, I wish I had the gamepad back in my hand like I used to have for the, the Wii U, because you were able to multitask. And here, like, I'm relearning certain button layouts and the macros that they have in order to do the same thing that was just like a tap on the fucking Wii yeah. U gamepad. So when we were playing, so on the Wii U version, you remember that stage where we had to touch the wall to make the part yeah, come out for us exactly to jump on. so on the wii u version you could just look at the pad touch it with the stylus and it would pop out uh, now in this version you have to hit the r button and use your controller as a cursor and then tap it and that is fucking hold on i had to flick my that. controller up because i was trying to like use the you know how in dragon's crown whenever whenever you weren't using the playstation vita or the playstation 4 you had to like use the the right stick to like yeah. press into things you're saying that yes. i had to flick it up you say what i had to flick my controller up like motion controls i, d I didn't do any flicking but no, I get what he's saying I because wish... I get what he's saying because like we're playing with the controller kind of like down here, and mm -hmm. then if we want to point yeah. it back up to the screen, when you hit that R button, the pro controller has a motion thing in there so you can lift it yeah, up and down. Like... Yeah, so yeah, that, that's what, what he's what talking saying, about. Right? Yeah, yeah, because it's it, I had to do the same thing too, but I get I get what he's saying. You could press the R button and then just use the right joystick because the right joystick was not being used at all. But Nintendo's being Nintendo, we're like, but we got this mechanic in our controller that... Yeah, because I was using the Wii, uh, the Pro Controller, and I still had to do that shit, so... But no, it's fun. I, I recommend, Eddie, that you do a playthrough of it, like, by yourself. Yes. To, mm -hmm. to play. Like, it's very, very, very good. It's one of the best, like, multiplayer 
3D or Mario games. I would say that one when it came out, I was so surprised with it that it was like I really love like the Mario Kart levels. Uh, there's just a lot of love that went into the game. The more so. puzzle like stages where everything is based off of timing or you have to hit switch to go back and forth. Those are my favorite stages. Like I do like the the aesthetic of certain stages, like the desert level or oh, this is the casino level or some stupid shit like that. But like the really intricate, in-depth technical stages, I like those the most. And they're they're fair. The cat suit's overpowered. Oh, cat suit's strongest suit. <laughs> yeah, it's the strongest fucking one. But other than that, that was my week. Cool. So <laughs> Eddie, why don't we uh, catch yeah. back up with you? What are you up to this week? My my week was jank. Uh, as okay. everybody knows, I was having internet issues all week, again? basically again. 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 Do we have to yell at Cox again? No, it's so weird. I don't know. Did I do an update on the last podcast, or was this after the la- we recorded the last podcast where they were like, Eddie, they, they commented on my tweet about Eddie's tweet, and they were like, Eddie can reach out to us. And I was like, no, fuck you. <laughs> this shit should have been taken care of. Don't tell me. Don't talk to Eddie through me. Yeah. Like... And, and I had responded to that when I was like, I did reach out to you guys, as a matter of fact. This is the most, this yeah. is the, like the fifth or sixth time. It, it's so weird. I don't even know what's going on at this point. Like, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm like, people, it's, my streams have basically become, like, internet tech support. And the support is more in the emotional, I guess I should say. Like, it's okay, Eddie. Like, it's okay. Like, and I'm just like, I know it's okay. Like, blah, 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 blah. But even then, like right now, as you guys kept seeing, like I kept going in and out is because like uh, apparently, apparently the guys were out here working on it. And earlier today, like yesterday, I was streaming and everything was good. And around maybe the third hour, it was it just Just tanked. tanked. And I'm like, what the hell? I woke up this morning. I checked it out. It was at three megabits per second. And I'm like, of course, I knew they had said they were going to be working on it today. I just didn't think they were going to be working on it now. You know what I mean? So when they were like knocking and coming in and out and all this stuff and i'm just like so my week has been basically that i did a little bit of retro streaming which was basically some arcade games um to be completely honest i was like what did i what did i play yesterday because yesterday uh i did breaker's revenge which is a fighting game um i've been hearing so much about it it's getting i, think a re- I saw that yeah it's getting a release for the ps4 the switch i think and the xbox when it's a digital title that's going to be released it's going to be a combo pack of breakers and breakers revenge and it's one of those like neo geo snk games that just got put in the back burner that people forgot Mm -hmm. about you know what i mean um the character that i was using was uh named tia she's like a guile slash terry slash chun li mix which is crazy that's it's a hell of a mix yeah which is a hell of a mix but she's you know uh i played i played as her I played a certain, I got to the end and I could not beat the final boss. Like it was so upsetting and people were like in chat were just like, come on, man, you can do it. And I could for the life, for the life, could not for the life of me beat him. And I was oh, trying. This was on the Neo Geo CD. Yeah. And I was trying to beat him and like doing everything and like every tactic is just like the dude's like an overpowered M. Bison and whatnot. But it was a great game. It was a great solid game. And uh, I also played a little bit of Metal Slug X. And we also tried Shinobi on the arcade, on the arcade, which was not as great. I was doing a little bit of Shinobi last weekend, and uh, Shinobi won Revenge of Shinobi. It's a great game. I want to do more with it. It's just really, really, really tough. It's just really a really tough game, and uh, I couldn't progress too far. 
in it. Gotcha. And then uh, what's the Shadow Dancer, which is the second one, was good. I had really good hopes for that one, but I feel like what brings that what brings that game down for me is the fact that they don't really know what's a one hit kill and what isn't a one hit kill. Like it's like the variety of how you can die is split into however they feel like it, basically. You know what I mean? Because like a bullet will kill you in one hit right. kill, and I'm like, all right. But if an enemy runs into you, it'll take like five or six times before they actually kill you. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. And then you have a dog mechanic that you have to time in order to for like if the people have guns and you can't get close to them, you hold the button down, the dog rushes at them, bites them down, holds them down, so you can approach and whack, take them out, which I thought was oh, cool. Okay. But once again, it's just like the learning curve on that one was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I want to take the time on doing this. But Shinobi 3, right. Shinobi 3 is great. Shinobi 3 is fucking fantastic. That one, the quality of life and the the way you progress in that game is, fa- is fantastic. Uh, we made it towards the end, but then I got really tired and decided to call it a night. But overall, that is a solid, solid game. Other than that, uh, I played Among Us with a friend in Japan. He was celebrating... Uh, a milestone. Um, I believe he had a thousand followers on his uh, Twitch account, so that cool. was cool. Oh, nice. And he had his moderators and Very a couple nice. of streamer friends over there, so we we're just playing Among Us and just hanging out and chilling. But yeah, that's been basically my week. Uh, I really didn't do much because of the internet uh, situation as far as the streaming goes, and I didn't pick up anything this week either. Right, so it's been pretty mild on my end. Yeah, I forgot to bring oh. up. Uh... Go ahead. I, I got one thing, I, another thing too, and uh, I brought it up. In the in when we were playing Super Mario 3D World, and I had said that I had my movie night and I watched Super Mario. Oh yeah, yeah, and I have a new love for that movie. I I don't I don't care what any, I don't care who knows it. I have a new found love for that movie. I always defended, I always backed it up, but I'm telling you, going back, if you guys can go back into it and like really like look at the small details, and like because I, I watched it with a group of people. Uh, on my discord and it was so fun because they were pointing out things that I didn't realize were there. And like some of the things were how the police officers in the quote unquote mushroom kingdom are actually the piranha plants because they're wearing spike jackets and shooting mm-hmm. fla- uh, fireballs from their flamethrowers. And I'm like, that makes sense. Okay. I'm like, Holy shit. That makes sense. Then there's like the people that are cleaning up the, the uh anybody that's uh crosses through their the little office or whatever they're like steaming them down yeah. with like this hoses and they're wearing masks and big old jumpsuits yeah. i'm like they're like those, those are, shy, are shy, guys. shy guys i'm mm-hmm. like holy shit like these like all these little things are kind of making sense and so then the one thing that stood out for me was i i always i remember as a kid the thing that always bothered me i was like why isn't princess peach on here but princess daisy is on here like why isn't peach with mario is is the thing that i always had but right. it turns out that Mario's girlfriend is actually Pauline in this movie. And and that was like, I was like, no, no, it can't be. There's no way. And they're like, they're calling her Danielle, Danielle. But you look it up and she's credited as Danielle Pauline Vicencio. And Mario's... Well, that makes sense because when did this game come out? Or not the game, but when did this movie... 1993? Yeah. Okay, no. This was no. post-Super then... Mario 3. This might even be like right after Super Mario World got it's uh, it, It's World for sure. Because mm-hmm. uh, you have um, oh, because of Yoshi. Because it's you have Yoshi on there. Yoshi pops up in there. Yoshi What's was around before Super really Mario World. Good though. fucking huh? Do I? I was gonna say like Yoshi was around before Super Mario World though. I mean, you still had Yoshi's Cookie and yeah, Yoshi. Yeah, like Yoshi's Cookie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there are things. There are things about the movie that, like I said, that 
like you see it and it's kind of cheesy. Like there's a character, there's a character named Toad who's supposed mm-hmm. to be Toad. And the only reason you know he's Toad is because he's wearing a blue vest and he has like his uh-huh. haircut has like all these little weird rings around him. But then he gets turned into okay. a Goomba and you're like, well, what the hell happened there? You know what I mean? And then you just look at the cast of characters that they have on there and you're just like, how do they get like Bob Haskins and Dennis Hopper? And, oh, Bob. Yeah, you know, it's like, uh, I want to say that, that they had a Luigi. really big budget and it was a fucking flop. Thank you, Google, yeah. for reading my mind. Get out of my fucking mic, bitch. The, the <laughs> gaming historian uh, has a really good video about the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they spent Leguizamo? $50 million on this John movie. John Leguizamo. Yeah. I think, what was how much money has it accrued? Yeah, uh, I almost think forty. Oof. Oh, then that's not a flop, sir. That's not. <laughs> if it only cost them a million and they made no, forty 50. million, no, 50. they cost them fifty million. Oh no, yeah, that's a commercial failure. Yeah. Then. Mm-hmm. I think the interesting thing about it was that uh, I, I remember watching the gaming historian video, and he was like, one of the things that he pointed out was like that John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins were like drunk the entire time. While filming this yeah, movie, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. It definitely it, makes it, sense. It, it, it's definitely an interesting movie, and, and and that's why I tell. I'm not defending it as being like true to the source as a Mario movie. It fails on pretty much everything. You know what I mean? But yeah, as a standalone, the... if you avoid it, it's enjoyable. I I really had a good time with it. The better Mario movie is that animated movie that came out only in Japan. You guys remember that? I I vaguely remember it. It uh I went back and watched it. It's pretty good. It's got an interesting premise with it and everything. So, uh, okay, yeah, Eddie, I I'm not gonna watch Mario Bros. anytime soon, but I'm gonna take your watch word it. on it. <laughs> like, I'm gonna watch the gaming historian's video about it. There you go. So yeah, that's there, that's I, probably I, I what I'll do. It. Yeah, I, I thought it was good. I, I I honestly, like I said, it does have its moments. Like even at the beginning of it, and you're just like. Man, how is this a Mario movie? But overall, I was like, I, I was thoroughly pleased with it. I'm glad that I still back it up. So, yeah, right. that was that the was other my thing weeks. I wanted to bring up was we caught I caught Final Boss playing uppers. I had I had heard about this game. Yep. I because I had seen it. I'd seen it before. I think it might have been like when the best friends were still together. Someone showed this game off, and I saw it. And then Final Boss was playing it. And, I mean, Uppers is a mixture of a beat-em-up game. It's like a 3D beat-em-up game with a, you know, it's the panty lewd game as well. It's not lewd, but, you know, it's a the romancer. You gotta, like, it's like Gal Gun and a beat-em-up mixed together. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I'm excited to play this. Like, the, 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 the fucking art style looks great. Uh, I forget her name, <laughs> and someone correct me if I'm wrong in the chat, but the female... Or no, Eddie probably knows the female Jotaro character from Senran Kagura. Is- oh no, I, yeah, I, 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 I saw. I didn't you- even know who that was, but when yeah. I saw that, I'm just like, I I was shitting on this game, and I was just like, okay, it's kind of cool because they have like fucking Street Fighter Guile uh, animations, and it's it's all stupid. Yeah. When I saw female Jotaro on there, I'm just like, I need this. Yeah. <laughs> I need yeah. this now. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm tripping out because like I'm like getting a, ba- a case of deja vu right now, and I'm glad Zombie Hunter pointed it out. I was like, we did talk about this game last week. Then, okay, oh, we did. Yeah. Okay. 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 It, it, 
it, that's right, because we recorded on Monday night, yeah. and he played that Monday day. Okay, it, then never mind. It, fuck, it, the game's great. Play and it. And so I'm tripping <laughs> out because you're like, well, Eddie might know who this character is. And I'm like, fuck. So now Maharu's going to be like, Eddie still doesn't know who this character is. Fake Samurai <laughs> Kagura fan. Cancel this man. And I'm like, <sighs> fucking <Yep>. fraud. <laughs> I indirectly outed you. You big so. fat phony. All right, my bad. Go play this game. Anyway, Chris, what have you been doing? Uh, there's only one thing that I've been doing all week, and that is playing the Guilty Gear Strive beta. The long of short of it is, holy shit, this game is amazing. This game is good. super good. Now, uh, I'm not going to pretend that I didn't have a difficult time the first night. The first night, me playing this beta, I, I, it was like relearning everything. Because when I got into the first beta in 2020, I believe last April... I only played a few matches, and I'm just like, okay, this this is okay. I really now have a, a stronger understanding of how this game is played. This is Street Fighter Guilty Gear. This is 100%. The, the game is neutral. It is neutral, neutral, slower. neutral. It's a Control the neutral ground. It is a slower-paced game. There are limited Gatlings, but now, like, if I were to describe what Guilty Gear Strive is is that at the end of the day that it is a neutral based punish game punish like be- the reason is is that the damage is so high in this game game it's cranked yeah. up to 11 and it could be because I'm playing soul which I w- I want to get into all the characters and I'm probably going to do that tomorrow because I'm thinking about doing it like this is my beta tier list as me of somebody who's been playing at the upper levels for the last couple of days because my goal my goal originally was to just get to floor 8 because floor 8 is when you get to the higher echelons it's not quite celestial but it's like that's when you start playing like the people who fucking know how to play the goddamn game i am on the right. brink of getting into floor 10 and i'm just going to say yolo it and then go for the fucking celestial floor and i only have one more day to do that right now but bro it's it's completely different they took out they took out stuff that felt different. For example, uh, dead angle attacks. Dead angle attacks, they took that shit out. What you used to have to do for a dead angle attack is that if you were in block stun, you would have to hold back and then push forward at the same time of pressing two face buttons and at the cost of, I believe, 50% meter, you would push your enemy all the way to the fucking wall. It was a get off me. Yeah. They took that out. They created or they rebranded the yellow RC. They made YRC a defensive Roman cancel. All of your defensive options are now Roman cancels. There's four different types. There's a blue RC, a red RC, a purple RC, and a and a yellow RC. Blue RC is that time slows down. If you hit blue RC, it just tells you, hey, you fucked up. But you could also dash cancel. So when you decide that you want to Roman cancel, if you tap twice, if you tap forward, backward, up or down twice before you Roman cancel, you can phase forward. So you could be in mid combo phase forward and then continue your combo in a position that normally wouldn't be able uh, that you wouldn't be able to combo from. So if I use a move that kicks you back far, I dash cancel or dash Roman cancel. Now I'm in your fucking face again. And it just causes more fucking problems. Red RCs are the same thing as other red RCs. If you Roman cancel on the frame that you fucking uh, do an attack, the enemy slows down and you can extend your attack. 
Purple RCs are a bit defensive. If you are in recovery frames and you realize, oh shit, I'm a fucking die here because supers in this game, all of them are reversals. Fucking all of them are reversals. If you see your <laughs> opponent do a super in your face, you need to fucking like RC whatever the fuck you're doing and then block because you're going to fucking <laughs> die. Like it's not like it used to be fucking you purple RC in your recovery frames and then you just hold back to block. And then, as I said, yellow RCs are the new dead angles. There's no blitz shields. Um, they still kept the burst mechanic. However, the burst mechanic is a lot more vulnerable to exploit. Outside of that, all the characters are dope, with the exception of Chip. Chip is a little bit on the weaker side. Even, like, the newer characters, like Giovanna. Giovanna, I can't fucking figure out. She is a cross-up queen. She is so fucking good. Oh, yeah. She, she like, I'm not going to say that she is amazing, but I have difficulty with her. Nagori Yuki, as cool as he is, he Fuck has that guy. <laughs> he has so many issues where, like, he's he's Hakumin. He has the ability to pop off because when he's popping off, he is scary. But the mechanic where his blood gauge rises up so fucking quickly and then puts him into a blood frenzy, it stops all of his animations and you could just punish him. Plus, when he's in that blood frenzy, his HP drops dramatically. Yeah, it's not like slow either. It goes no, like, it, it is it is a steady drop to the point where you only have one hit point. The reason why you want to go into that blood frenzy is to get one decent hit confirm and then super into it, which is almost a guaranteed kill. Nearly full screen. It's kind of bullshit in my opinion, but my record against Nagori Yuki's is very, very good. So I've got them figured out. I mean, we got some news about it today, too, is they released uh, the Eno. They re- yeah, they released that last night during the fucking, um, what is it? She Goddamn looks call. real good. Her design is super fucking good. She she plays or looks a lot like Exert Eno. Yeah. But, of course, like even though everyone was speculating if, if and when she was coming back, I mean, she is the antagonist character. She's going to be the first boss that you run into before the next seasons pop off. Because I imagine we're going to get that man eventually. We're going to get that man as DLC later on down the road. You know... Eno does Eno things. That's what it looks like. Eno looks really, really strong. But as far as playing this beta, I'm not gonna go full tier list mode in there. But I'm gonna say like you've already done it. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't gone everything. Uh, I've already done a tier list, but that tier list has changed over time. Right now, the the best characters is like Axel because one, he's got one vision. Any move that stops the whole fucking game so that you can get a combo is disgusting. Oh yeah absolutely yeah. fucking disgusting ram super solid character has really great startups great fucking zoning like her only her only backdrop is is that she has to her buttons are not good when she doesn't have swords and if she throws swords right. and doesn't blow them up then she's in trouble that's your time to punish her and then finally Z- may may is super fucking strong and she's she? she's got all of her specials are reversals. All of her fucking specials are reversals. I can't tell you how many fucking times I am like inches away from victory. And I've got at least 25% health. And she just throws a fucking whale in your face. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this this yeah. fucking pirate Welcome ass bitch. 
Yes, welcome to May. Chat says that uh, Eno looks like a Karen. I'm going to tell chat that maybe you should look up what a Karen looks like again because she does not look like a Karen. Yeah, fucking Eno had the Karen haircut before Karens were a thing. That's not even the Karen haircut. She just has short haircut. It's the a bob. Karen haircut is at the fucking angle. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's an angle. It angles from the back, though. It is an angle, though. But she's got, yeah, as Chad says, she's got the hips and the boobs and the thigh highs, and she's uh Yeah, she's a Guilty Gear character. Yeah, she's so. great. She's fucking great. I'm excited. But what's interesting is they showed a, looks like an insta-kill move at the end so, of this trailer. Yeah, and that's that's what everyone was wondering. So that move, uh, Megalovania, uh, not Megalovania, what? but um, <laughs> fuck, it's an Incubus song. Megalomania. Thank you. Megalomania. Where she has like the fucking wings in the back and she's got the fucking balls that shoot out at you. That was yeah. an instant kill in XR and a boss move exclusive for um, yeah, the Midnight Carnival. And it was fucking dumb. And th- this looks like they are bringing back IKs. And I was wondering, I was like, they're not bringing back IKs. There's no way they're bringing back IKs. This looks like they're going to have fucking IKs for everybody. So. Or maybe that's just like they didn't show off any of her special moves. Maybe that's just a special. Move it could be her super. Yeah. It could it yeah, could very super. well be her super, because like if they're going if they're go if they're trying to go to a very strictly neutral game, having IKs is stupid. And if they're going to do IKs, they need to implement yeah. it the way that they do it for Blaze Blue, where you have to be on match point. The opponent has to have a certain amount of health, maybe like under twenty percent. And then that's when you can pop off your fucking astral finish or your uh, instant kill move. That would be the way that you fucking do it. But no, Strive. Uh, yeah. Strive's netcode, it's the best fucking fighting game netcode I have ever experienced. It's better than GGPO. 100%. Everyone's mad. They're like, after this beta, I got to go back to this fucking netcode and all these other games. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the. I haven't had. I've had one bad match. And I'm pretty sure it's because I beat the shit out of this Potemkin character and he kicked his fucking Wi-Fi router. I am convinced <laughs> that that's the fucking problem because I was I was just hosing this bitch. And immediately after I got my first win and I fucking brought him down 50% off the fucking pop, off the fucking start of round two, it was just immediately like I heard the the breaking of the shell when he kicked his fucking router. I'm like, nope, that's the end of the match. Fuck you, bitch. That's it. Bro, it's it's so good. The lobby still sucks. It's not as bad as what it used yeah, to be. Yeah, I was watching that lobby. That lobby looks that so That lobby is dumb as shit. Hard. So the problem with the lobby is that in the original beta, you would ready up, but people would ready up on top of you. And you had such a hard time finding where your friends are yeah. that you would just be searching through this fucking hall trying to find a motherfucker. And you just couldn't. You couldn't fucking figure that shit out. Now, when you ready up, they have specific spots that they'll place you in, which sounds like it would fix the problem. It's still not a great lobby, and some fucking dick cheese bitch over in Arc System Works thinks loves this fucking lobby idea, and that's why they haven't taken it out. And I'm I'm hoping that they have a system where you can open up a menu and find who you want to be paired up with, because the park system is really, really annoying to get passed by. But... Again, with the lobby system, it'll ready you up on top of other people who are either already in a match or also readied up. So I was playing with Fat Juice earlier, and Fat Juice would come try to find me, and there's three people that pop up on my fucking shit. 
and he has to walk an inch over in a certain angle. <laughs> he has to bend down to fucking find me and hit and hit the fucking button to match up. There's no rematches right now, which is beta, which they say is a beta issue. I'm hoping that they allow rematches at the very least in the park mode. If they don't allow it in the lobby, in the ranked lobby system, I somewhat understand, but I still think it's stupid because Street Fighter V allows the salty run back up to two times. So, I mean, even Windjammers 2 does that. Exactly. So, if I go into rank mode, I lose. I still get the run back to win. The opponent gets a chance to fucking rematch me one more time, and then that's it. Right now, Strive doesn't allow you to do that. I do like the ranking system in this game, but I also have a little bit of reservations towards it. Very minor. The way that it works is that you have to go up this this tower, right? And your ultimate goal is to get to the 10th floor and then challenge people in the celestial floor, which is where that's when they start like counting, okay, only 100 people in this server or in this region is allowed to be in the celestial floor. This is your top 100 or your top 10, whatever the fuck it is, right? right. And it's, it, it is a clawing match to the fucking top. I think that that's really good because now people don't necessarily care if they play ranked because it's not often that you get people who are well below you to pair up with you. They want everybody who is on the same floor to fight each other and then they'll get promoted to the fifth floor. However, if you are on a lower floor, like say if you're on floor four, there's nothing stopping you from going to floor six, seven, eight, nine, ten right so you can always challenge the higher level floors at any time you're just probably going to get waxed and especially with a game like strive where it is more neutral and very punish heavy that's just something that you're going to have to fucking deal with last thing is that uh, i fought deb i fought an evo champion and uh, she beat the shit out of me which is great <laughs> which is great she's she's best soul player in uh in the world and i did get her down to red health once once that was the second round, and I was just like, I was learning. Well, I, I beat Austin Creed, so oh, you, you failed. Austin course, Creed's so. not an Evo <laughs> champion. Austin Creed like wrestles for a living, and then is now like commentating on G four. I fought a man who, or I shouldn't say that, a woman who has oh, a fucking cancel Chris. <laughs> oh shame, shame. I'm sorry. You fucked up. I fucked up. Uh, anyway, I win. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> yep, that's all I want. Nah, Guilds of Gear Strive is great. Dad. I'm ready for this beta to be over so you don't talk about it anymore. No, <laughs> we'll talk about it every single week. Wait until the game releases, bro. But they extended it, too, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, we issues. have it tomorrow, and I think it stops at Tuesday, 10 a.m. So that means you'll be playing it. So you're taking PTO tomorrow, right? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Alrighty, so the first bit of news that we had is, so let's see. Alright, so Google faces a possible class action lawsuit over the game resolution on the Stadia. To say the launch of the Google Stadia's platform was rough is an understatement. A huge lack of games, miscommunication with e- very, uh, eager early adopters, and more plague, uh, more plagued the first few months of Stadia. Among those problems were game quality, specifically uh, that games like Destiny 2 weren't 4K on Stadia, as Google had heavily implied. Now, Google may have a class action lawsuit over the 4K game claims on Stadia. Hold on one second. (laughs) 
This is going to be fun because I forgot to turn my heater off during this entire recording. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking deal with it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, a lawsuit originally filed in New York under October uh, or in October 2020 has recently been uh, surfaced by ClassAction.org as the suit moved to New York federal court. The case alleges that Google, quote, greatly exaggerated the streaming quality and display resolution, end quote, in order to, quote, juice subscription numbers for Stadia ahead of the platform's launch. We addressed this issue around the time of Stadia's launch, talking about how Google was indeed exaggerating the quality of games. It's true that Google did explicitly say all games would be streamed at 4K 60 frames per second, but it was later clarified that some games would render at lower resolutions and be upscaled to hit the optional 4K 60 frames per second stream that Google was originally referring to. While Google's claims was, uh, were misleading, they boiled down to miscommunication and mismanagement. Seemingly a pattern Stadia's leadership just can't break. The hardware behind Stadia is, in fact, more powerful than the PS4 or the Xbox One, as promised, and games are playable in 4K. Destiny 2 lacks 4K on Stadia, but that's not Google's fault. It lies on the developer uh, Bungie's choice to prioritize frames per second over resolution. At this point, roughly half of Stadia's library can run at up to 4K 60 frames per second, with many others offering 4K 30 frames per second. Of note, Google still does not offer clear information on the resolution of a game purchased on Stadia before the point of purchase. Suing Google over a lack of 4K games on Stadia basically equates to suing Netflix because some movies aren't available in 4K. You're paying Netflix extra to unlock 4K, and clearly, Netflix is capable of streaming that, but it doesn't change the fact that some content simply isn't available in that resolution, either by limitations of production or the simple choice of the publisher. Developers publishing games on Stadia have the same choices and potential limitations. EA, for example, offers Madden Madden NFL 21 in 4K 60 frames per second on Stadia, but limits Jedi Fallen Order to 1080p 60 frames per second, with Google upscaling the final stream for its pro subscribers. If the lawsuit manages to go through, it seeks damages for anyone who purchased a Stadia Founders Edition, Premier Edition, or paid for a a Stadia Pro subscription based on the information that Stadia would support all games in 4K. So Stadia's fucked. Good. (laughs) Yeah, Stadia's fucked, but at the same time, I'm like, if you're trying to go, if you're trying to play a cloud-based, a game on a cloud-based service and expect it to be in 4K... I mean, are you even playing the game right at this point? I don't know. If, if that's something point, if that's something that matters to you, is that the route you want to go to play 4K? I think that this is not so much the games not being in it, but them being told that the games would be mm-hmm. in that 4K and they were not they did not deliver what they promised. Mm-hmm. To an extent. To an extent. I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean it's just all around. Chris, what do you got to say? It, about it's this? just all around a fucking shit show. Um, like that again. This is something that we had talked about multiple times in the past. Where one, they have no fucking games. Two, the games that they have aren't at the resolution that they have. Three, any time that somebody like would try to have it and they're not in an inner city, whenever they would try to like press a button, just like that famous video, I believe from one of the developers of Destiny, where he tried to jump. And he pressed the button, and then, like, a good solid two seconds later, he would jump thereafter. Like, there is so much running against uh, Google 
that this, this class action lawsuit is going to steamroll them. And it's probably the reason why they're shutting shit down now because they're temporary, not only tempering their expectations, but they're preparing for the fucking payouts that they're going to have to give consumers. Even though it's only like five, 10, $15 per person. Every single person that signs up, if they get a sizable fucking lawsuit against them, that could be enough for them to just say, hey, we're done with fucking development. And whoever else has fucking Stadia, I don't know what else that they can do with it. It would have to be a platform where they're after lawsuit, after like them getting rid of first party development. It would have to be a platform where developers go, yeah, yeah, we'll throw it up on fucking Stadia, whatever. Just just for shits and gills. You know what I mean? Basically, like, yeah. Like, there's, it's, it's going to be the afterthought, right? And with, yeah. with the other big players now embracing some form of cloud-based gaming, like xCloud is getting a lot of traction, fucking Sony is tapping their, uh, tapping their heels and thinking about getting into fucking cloud-based gaming, and it's... I'm just not seeing it from Google. Google has Google can't commit to anything. Google can't go all in and commit to a fucking thing. We've talked about the graveyard, the Google graveyard. It's it, no, there, no, no. <laughs> the thing is, it makes me feel good that we are somewhat because I mean, at the end of the day, we are we're not great news journalists for video games, but we're we're decent. We've got a following. But it's good to see that as soon as we saw Stadia, we were like, this is going to fail. Yep. <laughs> we said in the beginning, we said this is going to fail if unless they do X, Y, and Z. And they did not do X, Y, or Z. They didn't do a single and fucking thing. Yeah. They they got no exclusives. They got they didn't fix, you know, their, not net code, but their, their internet infrastructure to promise, you know, to make good on the promises that they delivered. And, uh... It's just a shit show. I, I'm wondering if they already have a uh, a version of this Founders Edition in the video game library, just to be like, this is what this garbage. Co- this is what Google tried to do at one point. <laughs> Hold on, chat. Chat says Stadia has lasted longer than most Google projects. Here's my counter to that. They've been riding on the coattails of other fucking developers to, to stand up on Stadia, because had Google done this shit on their own, it would have fucking died earlier. I guarantee you. I guarantee fucking to you. Stadia is where they're at. Stadia has a following for because of games like Destiny. Yeah, I think in the end right Even now, then, I think in the end right now with everything that's just going on with Stadia, it's just, like you said, because they didn't do any of the things that they should have done to keep this thing afloat. We're now seeing the backlash, not only from the fans, but developers and everything else in between. Because unfortunately, it is a failed product and what people love to do when a product when a product fails or somebody fails is roast the shit out of it. So here we Good. are. Good. Yeah. Fuck him. Exactly. Stop. <laughs> here it is. Stop. He's already He's dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna try and find Simpsons quote or Simpsons gifts for every news article we every do ever do. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what this entire fucking news passage is for right now. Because they're pretty yep. sure we've touched on everything. Do we want to hit the you next go one? check out. I was going to say, if if for anyone that hasn't been following our stories and listening to all of our podcasts, you can go on YouTube right now and go to the Stadia GDC 2019 gaming announcement. And you can see everything that they announced and everything they promised. Basically, 
everything they promised, and now they're like, no, that's not what's happening. So go do that. Yep. Anyway. All right, Chris, tell me, that was our first lawsuit of the week. Let's yeah. go with our second lawsuit, and technically third, because Microsoft is catching hands too. Uh, the PS5 Uh-oh. DualSense controller drift class action lawsuit has been filed against Sony. A U.S. law firm has filed a class action lawsuit against Sony alleging that the PlayStation 5 DualSense controller is defective due to drift and that Sony was aware of the problem without disclosing it. The suit calls Sony's conduct fraudulent, deceptive, unlawful, and unfair. Last week we reported – when I say we, I mean IGN – uh, last week, we pre- reported on the investigation into DualSense Drift by law firm Chemicals, Schwartz, Kreiner, and Donaldson Smith LLP, or <laughs> it, they prefer to be called CSK&D. It's a mouthful. Yeah, you're telling me. The law firm has now formally filed a class action lawsuit in the District Court of Southern, of Southern New York. The documents provided to IGN. The suit is filed on behalf of the plain Lamarck Turner. And all other similarly situated and names of the defendants as Sony Corporation of America and Sony Interactive Entertainment. To IGN's knowledge, this is the first such suit filed against Sony regarding DualSense, and it probably won't be the last. The complaint describes the PS5 DualSense controller as defective as it contains a defect that results in characters or game uh, gameplay moving on the screen without user command or manual operation of the joystick, properly known as controller drift. Furthermore, the complaint alleges that Sony has at all times relevant at all relevant times been aware of the problems with Drift through online consumer complaints, complaints made by consumers directly to it, and through its own pre-release testing. The suit also alleges that Sony op- uh, options for the controller are way too limited. To quote, when consumers experience a Drift defect, the options to repair, repair are slim. Reportedly, Sony's PlayStation's dedicated portal for issues with the PlayStation 5 hardware, including the DualSense controller, is experiencing a backlog and redirecting consumers to contact the customer support agent via the contact page on the PlayStation support page. Consumers are experiencing long wait times and having to deal with a maze of pre-recorded phone prompts before finally speaking to an agent concerning repairs for the DualSense controller drift. The suit, con- uh, the suit seeks a grand jury trial or a jury trial with monetary relief for damages, declaratory relief, and public injunctive relief. The document points to count of breach of excess warranty, breach of implied warranty on merchantability, unjust enrichment, and violations of the Virginia Consumer Protection Act. The Virginia-based plaintiff, Lamarck Turner, reportedly bought their PS5 on or around February 5th, 2021, and found that it was suffering from drift the same day. Turner apparently then contacted Sony support and was told to reset the game and console, but offered no further assistance. The issue has not been solved. Turner has brought a bought a second DualSense controller to quote, had the plaintiff been aware of the drift defect prior to purchasing the PlayStation 5, the document adds, he otherwise would have not purchased the PlayStation 5 or have would have paid substantially less for it. One interesting extra detail, Turner admits to having agreed to Sony's term of conditions when setting up the PlayStation 5, but reportedly sent a letter to Sony expressing an intent to opt out of any disputes with Sony through individual arboration. Uh, a separate C- uh, CSK&D lawsuit against Nintendo regarding the controller drift was recently compelled to arboration before reaching to the courts. It may be a similar move that is not possible in this case, making it more likely to reach a requested jury trial. Now, on top of that, Microsoft is now facing investigations into a, a class action lawsuit because now their controllers are being uh, are being labeled as drift vulnerable. 
so to say. So everyone is fucking getting hands in this fucking bullshit. Fix your fucking controller. All your controllers fucking suck. Speaking of that, you said all of that. It reminded me of, you guys know of the all your base are belong to yes. us, right? You know that. 20 years old, that thing is. Seriously? Make you feel old as fuck. Yeah. Go check that shit out on Newgrounds. I That's fucking fuck. hate that shit. Like, I'll be thinking about something that happened. I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's, it's not that long ago. It was on the PlayStation 1, maybe the PlayStation 2, 20 years ago. Years ago. Yeah. Dude, fuck the 80s noise. were 40 years ago. Wow. Yeah. I thought about it the other day. And I'm right this time. 41? So, <laughs> no. It's... It, Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck everybody. 41? <laughs> I'm right this time. I'm right this time. So I don't know. I this this whole drifting of the thing and whatnot, uh knocking on wood, because I haven't had any issues with my Joy-Cons or Pro Controller or the Dual Sense controller. Uh so I don't know if it's just fortunate or whatnot, but it's I, and I, I don't know. I've had issues. I, I remember when I when I did have any issues with anything, a controller or something like that, it's mostly user error on my end. Now, this guy's saying that it was right out of the box. When anything like that is like right out of the box, I usually just kind of take it back to the store and be like, hey, it didn't work, and then replace it with another one. I'm having a hard time believing that they weren't able to do that for him. But I don't know. Depends on where you got it from. I, if he got it third party... Like, if he went through StockX or he went through, yeah. like, some other fucking bullshit Facebook marketplace, yeah, he can't fucking return that shit. Um, that is if he true. Got it, if he got it from Walmart, then, yeah, he could go ahead and return it, but he's not going to get an exchange. He's not going to get yeah. a whole new fucking PlayStation. He's going to be without. So, of course, yeah, like, the is... option to go with is just to get the new controller, the new $70 fucking controller. Well, the thing is, too, it's just the principle of the matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It shouldn't be doing this. This is a $500 system. It should not be doing this shit. But here we are. I mean, this is they they definitely did this class action lawsuit a lot faster than they did with Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. <laughs> well, here's the difference with that. Nintendo actually tried coming back and helping or assisting yeah. consumers, saying, hey, send us your fucking controllers. We will fix them. But that essentially added to the class action lawsuit because that was a process that took four to six weeks to them for them to get your joy cons back mm -hmm. if you don't have an extra set you're shit out of luck for four weeks all you can play yeah. is fucking voice and tap the goddamn screen that's it i mean yeah. uh, also go ahead go ahead i want to say fuck you chat they're okay. go. They're they're trying to say that they were trying to say that the eighties technically eighty nine was only thirty two years ago. Thirty one. Ass. Thirty one. I'm not thirty two yet. No, it doesn't matter. It, the 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 eighties were forty years ago. Everybody could eat my dick. The, but yeah, the, uh, the people in the chat are saying too that they've already bought three sets of Joy Cons already. Yep. Oof. Yeah, and I agree with chat. They need to do what they do with cars and just call for a recall. Be like, hey, yep. if you're if you're having issues with your shit. Fucking send it to us, but uh, it's a little. I think it's a little bit different because when you have recalls, especially like with models of different vehicles, I get shit from Kia all the fucking time saying, "Hey, there's a recall on your vehicle. You need to come in and we need to fix it." Video games uh, don't have that. There's not a Nintendo store no. that I can go bring my Joy Cons to. They go ahead and fix it, 
and then I get it back either the same day or the next day. Cars don't have that. Uh, cars have that. Video games uh, systems don't. Yeah. Also, cars could kill you. Video games couldn't. So. I mean, like, <laughs> but you get you get recalls on like fucking food and shit like that. Uh, yeah, again, <laughs> that food could kill you. <laughs> like, they do recalls on things that like fuck up people's lives. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at chat right now, and you know, Boxer Ninja One just pointed out game insurance. That's Bro, something no. that's gonna happen in I don't the future. No, don't that's something that's gonna happen in that the future. It, would you? But and it's technically already there. No, it's only gonna fucking remember, happen because you spoke it into fucking existence. I remember when I like you know if you purchase a console from like GameStop, Walmart, or whatever, it's like see, and that's the problem. It is, it's because if he went through a third party, then this is why he's dealing with it. But if you go through like you said, Walmart, Target, Best Buy, or whatever, you can add a warranty to it that'll avoid this whole situation. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about... But the about... problem is I shouldn't have to. No, yes, I get that. I get that. I but get if that. State Farm comes out and set and, you know, Mr. Deep Sexy Voice comes out and it's just like, we could offer you game console insurance. And it's then... all State. Damn it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's, that's Pedro Rames. Serrano from Major League. Oh. All State. <laughs> oh, my bad. Ving Rames does the Arby's commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great for that. I don't need any more goddamn insurance in my life, all right? I'm not paying like, oh, I got insurance on all my consoles. I spent a thousand dollars in that insurance last year, and none of them broke. <laughs> so, so go fuck yourself with your insurance. That's why you yeah. gotta have a homie hookup at GameStop. Hey, this doesn't work. There you go. Thank all you. of my homie hookups <laughs> wised up and quit GameStop. So. Where's my homie hookup for when my copy of Snatcher fucking breaks? Cause that yeah. I'm not gonna fucking re uh He's Another had insurance on that for 25 years. Uh. <laughs> uh, it's just like make uh, make quality products. And the problem is, I believe the article says that they fucking knew about this. Yes. Yeah. They've known about it. They knew about it in testing. Yep. Like I remember people like, saying that about the 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 PS5 DualSense. Like I remember people talking about that shit. Like this video of this guy playing Immortals, uh, whatever Phoenix Rising. This is so bad. Like, I'm watching the drift right now, and he stops it, but the camera keeps moving. I've gotten lucky. I haven't had any Joy-Con trips. The thing is, too, I don't ever play, like, I don't ever play my Switch, like, undocked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or even, like, especially Joy-Cons undocked. I never do, mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. So, I usually play with my Pro Controller, and thankfully they haven't had any of those issues. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah, no, so. usually, yeah, usually when the, when the... Switch is undocked for me. I'm taking it like when I was traveling, going to LA or going on a flight or riding the bus or whatever. It, it just, it, I would always take my pro controller anyways, too. I wouldn't mm -hmm. use the Joy-Cons, but I don't know. I, I get it. That's the only time I would use the Joy-Cons would be if I was on a flight. Yeah. I, I get the whole thing, man. Like, we're not supposed to be doing this, but unfortunately, I mean, that's the technology that we that we get nowadays. It's not like back in the days when you're like, it was surefire. Things are getting more expensive. Things are getting more sensitive. We're using cheaper material. It's just like, so it's kind of like you're expected to it. You know what I mean? That it's going to have some faults and defects. Eddie, I'm, I I agree with what you're saying, but also it a Joy-Con set, Joy <laughs> set is 80 fucking dollars. Mm -hmm. $80. And I ha I'm going to run the chance that it's not even going to fucking work on my system and I can't get a refund. And the company that I bought it from isn't going to give a shit about it. That's fucking horse shit. Yeah. 
That's complete horseshit. These, I don't know how much these PS5 controllers are, but they're probably not fucking cheap. I can tell you that right now. 70 bucks, as much as a fucking game. Yeah, as much as a game. And you're going to tell me I'm going to buy it, it's going to have some drift issue, and you're not going to do anything about it. Go fuck yourself. That's fucking bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. We we had all these other... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. But that's what I'm saying, but that's we're living in the world now where, like... It's it's an upsell part thing. I just actually had this conversation with the homie at GameStop too, and he was like telling me about how like their thing is now like they have to upsell the the insurance and product on these products and controllers and everything because things like this are happening more frequently. So now it's just it makes more sense. Now I'm a little bit worried anytime I buy anything that I have to add it on there because you just never know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the problem too of someone that works in a quality field. It infuriates me when the people say like. Well, we're just, this is the world we live in now. No, this is not the world we live in now. <laughs> Fucking make the change. Know that you're better than this shit. But know that you are, your money is worth more than this fucking shit. The difference is you work in quality. This is your job. The people in marketing don't fucking care. Because it's their job yeah. to make as much money for the company as possible. But the problem is the marketing company is just going to make the company less money because they're not addressing the issues. Well, if this class action lawsuit day. goes through, hell yeah. But again, yeah. some people some people take the class action lawsuit on the chin and keep on going. Because how much is the class action lawsuit going to be in comparison to the profit that they've made off of these consoles or off of the games That's that they made? Because like the Sony's selling the PlayStation 5 at a loss, approximately. It they're selling it at a loss. But with the games that they're getting, both from first party and third party licenses, licensing fees. They could be making fucking bank. Like, you don't know that. PS5 right now is either the number one or number two best-selling console each and every single month outside of the Nintendo Switch. You know what I mean? So they got to be making money. Nintendo's dealt with enough class action lawsuits. The first one I can think they of have one, the 64 one. They have one like every yeah. five years, at least. The Mario Party 1 one was the earliest class action lawsuit I ever remember. They had another the one. It wasn't... It wasn't a class action lawsuit, but they got sued for a patent uh, copyright infringement because when they were, one, making the Switch, they apparently stole the idea from another smaller company. And then when they made the the 3DS or the DS, they also lifted that from another smaller company. Both of those companies got settlements after it. But the thing is, is that especially even after the Wii success, they have so much fuck you money. Like they have money hidden away. That they're not reporting on and shit like that. Yeah. Like, they could just handle that shit. And the thing is, is that both Microsoft and and Sony can probably handle it too. Because both of those companies are not just primarily video game companies. Sony makes home home appliances. Microsoft deals with fucking government shit. Like, computers, cloud bullshit. They're in everything. So, it's not really going to change. Nothing is at the point where it's just like... This can break the company. No, it's just like this is a fucking nuisance. Yeah. So, and and then like Nintendo, you're just gonna fucking ignore it until it becomes an actual problem, mm-hmm. <laughs> like government wise, and the government starts looking into it. So, yep. Anyway, all right, Eddie, give yes. me some good rumors. Uh, give me some good rumors that might be true. No, I mean rumors, right? That's all they are, according to Push Square here. Rumor, Konami to outsource Metal Gear Solid Castlevania IPs, but any new games are years away. Uh, Rumor has it, in a claim that builds upon comments made earlier by Bloober Team, that it's working on a new horror game with a very famous gaming publisher, 
Video Games Chronicle. Well, that was weird. That was a very weird. Anyways, there you go. Video game, Hell yeah, yeah. Video, yeah. Video Games Chronicle has updated its story with the assertion that Japanese publisher Konami plans to outsource its Metal Gear Solid and Castlevania franchises for other developers to use. Any new entries in the two series are years away for now, but bosses at the company are said to be more open to the idea of letting external teams work on the IPs following the poor performances of Metal Gear Survive and Contra Rogue Corps. VGC states, This change in heart is what has allowed the Silent Hill franchise to be developed by a prominent Japanese developer. The site doesn't outright refute the speculation surrounding Bluebird Team, also working on a new entry in the survival horror series, instead suggesting that two titles may actually be in production. One of them is due to be revealed this summer. What do you guys that, think? Good, because fucking Konami's not going to do shit with these franchises. Yeah. Yeah. So the... Except pachinko machines. So <laughs> here's the thing. I've already heard rumors from credible, credible people that Bluepoint has one of these games. Bluepoint is the same company that one did the original Dark Souls, did the remake, I think, for Dark Soul, uh, Demon Souls. They've had their hands in other uh, projects as well, either assisting or taking point on them. Bluepoint Games, or I don't know the actual name of the full company, but Bluepoint, I believe they have the Metal Gear Solid game that they're working oh, on. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it's, they do really, really good work. I did also hear that Castlevania was also seeing a a remake, one of the Castlevania games. I don't know which Castlevania game they're doing, uh, but one of the Castlevania games is getting a remake. And this is all in conjunction with uh, Konami looking to other studios, specifically Kojima Productions, and possibly doing Silent Hills again, which, hey, fucking sure, go for it, do it. Look, I don't. I have care. Curse of the Moon now. I don't give a shit about Castlevania. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the thing is, it's like all of the Castlevania games has finally come full circle as far as story is concerned. Like we have a definitive timeline. Every almost every single century has a Belmont and some sort of fucking Dracula event taking place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. from from fucking uh, Lament of Innocence, where the entire storyline takes place. All the way to fucking Dawn of Sorrow. Like, there's enough think, Castlevania. And they try to do a reboot th- and it fails. So, <laughs> yeah. I think it's hilarious that Inti creates, I believe that's the, that's uh, Ega's team, is uh, they made Bloodstained. That was going to be the new Castlevania game. Yeah. And then this little game that they threw off in the meantime while they were developing Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon. That blew up bigger than Curse of the Moon, or than Bloodstain did. Because yeah. Curse of the Moon was fantastic, and now the physical edition, which, by the way, on the 26th over on Limited Run Games, there is a Curse of the Moon 2. I believe we talked about that. We might have talked about that last we did. week. Uh, but yeah, that's coming out on the 26th. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, Konami's not doing shit with it. So give it to other people to make good games. Exactly. They'll make money regardless. Yeah. I, I, I'll, be, I'll be the first one to tell you that when I read this article, I was kind of like, I had this conversation on stream with some of the uh, viewers. Because we were talking about how sometimes things just unfortunately die and there's nothing we can do about it in the video game. Yeah. Community, you know what I mean? It just it just happens. Like and I'm trying to remember what game he was talking in particularly. It's uh 
Oh no, we were talking about arcades. We were talking about because he was just like, man, I should have invested in arcade systems, and then I would have been a rich person today. I'm like, no, they went broke. Like Neo Geo and like a lot of things just mm-hmm. didn't go the way they were. Sega sp- had to get rid of a lot of their shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. So I mean, like now there's kind of seemed like some resurgence because we have like old cabinets and people want to restore them and stuff like that. You might be able to sell them, but it wasn't going to be how it was. And it, and it led to this and to like, well, people are like, well, won't you want to see them another Metal Gear Solid game? Yeah, but at the same time, kind of like, if it doesn't, it doesn't. It is what it is. However, I will say this, which is an interesting thing that you mentioned right now, Chris, that Blue Point Games is probably handling, you said, uh, Metal, Metal Gear? Gear? Solid. I, I heard that Blue Point is handling Metal Gear. That That really excites me. Mm-hmm. And I can only hope that they're also handling Castlevania because despite what I think about Demon Souls, uh, it is a gorgeous game. Yes. It is 100%. a gorgeous game. So just when you said that and I'm like, holy shit, if they can remaster like the Castlevania, the first Castlevania game in that style, pff, but also Metal Gear Solid, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I don't know. Let's be honest. Bloober team sounds like a fucking fake team. So- mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it sounds like it, it sounds like a, a team that was just like, okay, you can't announce what you're doing. This is going to be like your your code name. Yeah, your your fucking code name. Yeah. Shit. you know what I mean. So yeah, Square Enix. You can't just say that you're Square Enix. All right, exactly. You gotta be like Team Frumpy or something like that. <laughs> this is fucking dumb. <laughs> stupid it's great i love it yeah no, so. I'm, I'm all for it i mean like i think we've talked about this before like especially especially with konami closing their doors to mm-hmm. their video game you know division and all that stuff i think this is something great i think a lot of people have been talking about it if they do metal gear solid game i hope it's uh the first one or the at least the uh the uh the msx versions like those are the ones that need the remakes, not the Nintendo ones, the MSX versions. And yeah, I mean Castlevania, a resurgence of that would be great. I mean, Co- Contra. I know people talk about Contra all the time, but I feel like there's just so many other options to go instead of Contra. Like there's so many. You guys have played them, like the indie running gun games that have come out. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're better. You just like sidetracked me on the whole MSX thing. If they were to do a remake of the metal gear msx games like a no shit fucking remake for like ps5 i think that would be fucking amazing yeah that'd be really fucking cool yeah you have everything right now as far as the metal gear solid go whether people i don't want to spoil anything either if Mm -hmm. whoever hasn't played it but if you haven't played phantom pain despite of what people say and think about that game it does tie a certain part of the story very very well and I think a lot of people have been see, have been wanting, at least I know I've been wanting, that the MSX versions to be remastered so I can see that story be played out in its full intent. Whether Kojima is involved in it or not, I think he would have some kind of like... He won't fucking touch it. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, I, I would hope to. I would hope he would, but I know he doesn't want to. So whether he's involved in it or not, I'm still going to play. Like, I know I, I picked up Survive when it when it came out oh, and i was so like sorry. yeah yeah it was terrible but um no- have you guys seen the metal gear solid 5 porno um i'm i'm interested send me a link 
You should. Uh, no, I mean, you could just go look for it. <laughs> <laughs> the one I don't know. It's, it's based off of Phantom Pain, but I can't remember what it. It's it's not Phantom Pain in the ass. I mean, it should have been. I, fa- I mean, on, you can call it Phantom it's Pain. Too it's still on the nose. I mean, if you were sure. <laughs> I don't know. There is one. It came out like right after the game came out. It was shocking how fast it came. I mean, I they probably saw Quiet and was yeah. just like, oh, we need to do something with that. Yeah. It, it was so funny because I remember I, I had a friend, too. He would collect all like the uh, – what is Square Enix would come out with those figures. They came out with a bunch of them. Uh, no, it's not Square Enix. I'm sorry. It was uh, first – no. What do they call? Kai art figures? Kai? Did you guys know what I'm talking about? No, nope. I know Kobayaku. Kobayaku. Oh I know first for figures. Kai Art. I, I have one too. I have. A... I know SH Arts. I know those. Kai Art figures. I think that. Fi- I got fi- uh, Figu Arts. Figu Arts. I think we do a lot of Mega Man ones. Let me see. I'm gonna look it up right now because Quiet apparently, Quiet had a big figure that came out from that line, and they were supposed to be like real, like super realistic, but really Play Arts Kai. He said Play Arts Kai. Play Arts there Kai. Yeah, there it is. Chat, yeah, chat just got it. There it is. Thank you very much. Play Arts Kai. And he would collect all of them. Like, he had, like, the Solid Snake. He had, like, the Gray Fox. He had Liquid. He had all these other ones. So when Quiet came out, Quiet came out, and uh, he reserved it, and he ended up canceling it because of something that I had said. And my Uh my friend at the time was very, like, you know, homophobic and against transgenders and everything and all that stuff. And, like, he just, that wasn't his, I don't talk to that person anymore. Okay, good. But, right. Yeah, but the interesting thing, I was just like, dude, the idea behind Quiet, I'm like, the rumor has it is that Quiet is actually Chico from Peace Walker, or like, you know, from Peace Walker, mm-hmm. and he's just like, wait, it's a dude? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, dude, that's like the rumor, that's why she doesn't talk, and like this and this and that, because it's gonna, and, and he's like, fuck this, canceling that, blah, 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 yada, 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 and now that figure is worth like fucking God knows how many freaking dollars. Oh wait, this chick is supposed to be a dude? Yeah, it, no, that was the rumor. That was the oh, rumor. Okay. So I told him that she's he in the porno, it, and he so. was so pissed <laughs> off about it. He's just like, "Bro, I could have had that figure, but you ruined it for me." I was like, "I didn't ruin it for you. You ruined it for yourself, your, bro. Your morals yeah. ruined it for you." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "You see around. me? I have a I have a poison action figure. I don't care if she's a dude. I'll <laughs> right. Terrible. Uh, yeah, you're solid, quiet." I can't pull up the porno stuff. You guys yeah. check that out later. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, well, I think that's all we've got yep. for news. That's what we got. Uh, moving on Thank to questions. fucking God. <laughs> all right. So there's questions. So if anyone wants to ask questions, the best place to do so is go into our Discord, go into the podcast questions area, and then fucking drop your shit there. The other way you can do it is that you have this entire time while we're going over questions, which I think we only have two, to ask them in stream. So we're going to take priority to Discord, and then from there, if anybody has any questions, any hot takes um, that they want to share with us, go ahead and drop it. I would suggest you highlight it just so that it would be easier for us to see. But without any further ado, H2O Happy Dude asks, with Diablo 2 announcement... What would you have remastered? I'm waiting on Buck Bumble HD remaster. Fuck you, H2O. Uh, that's going to You're happen. Never, gonna never going to happen. Never, never going to happen. Never going to happen. I mean, we have got to have fucking answered this question. Like first, like, I know Legend we've. Dragoon. I know we've answered this. Yeah. it's Ledger you know of is Hold the number on. one for me and Chris. Yeah, Eddie, what do you want? There you go. Just any remaster. 
Any game Anything that, that you, you love, you want a remaster of it. HD remaster. Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword. There it is. <laughs> Anything that I love, a game that I... Ooh. That's a tough... I never really thought about it, honestly. Because I was going to say Metal Gear Solid, but we already got Twin Snakes, even though people... Like, Yuna's probably going to look at me like, that's not a Metal Gear Solid game, it's a Metal Gear Solid game. I mean, it goes back to the same thing. It's either going to be, give me an, a remaster of Chrono Trigger in the style Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> and we've answered this before. Or, we were just talking about the MSX versions, dude. I really enjoy Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake a lot more than the first Metal Gear on the MSX. But both of those, if I can get those remastered and told in it, all its CG glory, that's what I would want to see. I would definitely uh, want to see that. I need to... Bucket Fat Juice said he wants to see a remake of Final Fantasy Fantasy He's now my favorite person. That's why I vibe with this motherfucker. That's why... <laughs> Fat Juice, you're my favorite person today right now. Final Fantasy Nine, yes. Every single fucking time. No, Yuna, no. no Yuna, no. Final Fantasy Eight remaster. It already technically happened, but you're never getting a fucking remake. Never getting a fucking remake. Also... I am putting a ban on people asking us for what game would you want remastered? This is like the ninth time that we've been asked that question. We answer it every couple months. Every couple of months, there's always some sort of remaster and somebody would just, what do you want remastered? I'm going to, this is what we need to do. We need to make a new screen, a new scene. And then on that scene, we have commonly <laughs> asked questions. Here's our answer. And anytime it said that we're just going to reference it, click at the button on the stream deck. That's what needs to happen. Or oh, is that, alternatively, is that what you're telling me to put on my stream? Please. Yes. <laughs> or alternatively, what game would you like to see remastered this week? It could be a thing. <sighs> and we can't pick our la- no. I don't want that. I don't want to do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm tired of answering this question. It's always Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> The Legend of Dragoon is the Scrubverse podcast game, period. That Whoa. it is what it is. It's the RPG. I've never it's played the OG it. OG one. Well, it looks oh. like you need to fucking get the Yeah. So- <laughs> That's your fucking homework, mister. <laughs> Damn it. Well, anyway. Guys, be streaming Legend of Dragoon this week. <laughs> uh, Zombie Hunter asks, with the Pokemon event being th- later this week, what is your predictions on what is being presented besides the already announced Post Malone concert? He's doing a concert for Pokemon? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, you didn't see that? If they, was talking about if that. they stream this, if they stream this, are they going to overlay his music with Lo-Fi? 100%. 100%. Just like, oh, yeah, for people that didn't know, for the BlizzCon thing, Metallica came back and played one song, For Whom the Bell Tolls, and Twitch fucking muted it and put lo-fi music over the yeah. presentation youtube didn't but twitch did that's amazing that's absolutely metallica <laughs> they own all their masters who's gonna sue yeah. you yeah like yeah, lars. they they agree like lars yeah. agreed to do it it's okay <laughs> lars would still find a loophole and be like hold on guys like uh, you know what hold on lars is a type of motherfucker who would do that he shit. would he is 100% that type of motherfucker. Him and Chevy Chase are the suing type. So. <laughs> I just, before we answer any of the Pokemon stuff, I just want to go back to Fat Juice. And he asked a really good one where he's like a remake that that we never needed. That's something that I would definitely answer. Let's let's hit that at the end. Yeah. Let's add that at the end. I'm trying to – I'm staying on top of questions in chat, but – 
I would very recommend everyone to go ans- ask these questions in the Discord right now. Yeah, if you so got something, throw easier. it in the Discord. So this is your, this is your opportunity to join the fucking Discord. Anyway, something something fucking Pokemon related. I am convinced that they're going to do either a Platinum or a Gen 4 remake and maybe even a Gen 5 remake. Like combining the two in two? like... Oh, okay, combining. Like yeah. combining the two. Something, something along those lines. I would be very surprised if they didn't. Outside of that, what else can they do? Maybe a new Battle Revolution. I think that the Switch can use... Oh, yeah. Uh, a new... Well, that's the thing. Like... Unless it was directly connected to, po- not necessarily Pokemon Home, but the Pokemon Box, or whatever it's called. Haru can fucking fact check me on this motherfucker. Um, <laughs> where all of your Pokemon are immediately thrown into a fucking battle arena from your box. It's all connected to your account. And that's the only other thing that I can think of. Outside of that, the the last press conference that Pokemon came out with, they did Pokemon fucking sleep. Like... Who the fuck saw that shit coming? Pokemon Home? Pokemon... I don't know. I don't know. They're just trying to milk shit. I think that there's also going to be an announcement for the fucking uh, Nintendo Park Pokemon-related, some shit like that. Oh, yeah, that's true. They could do that. I mean, uh, I'll be honest. I'm... I've been out of the Pokemon loop for the longest. Like, I was even talking to Zombie Hunter about this earlier, and I was saying how I might skip Shield and Sword. Like, I don't intend to pick that game up. And I know you mentioned, uh, Chris, that there might be a new fighting Pokemon game too. Like, I I said uh, I think that there is. I said that there was one. I didn't think that they were making a new one because they stopped supporting Pokin, and Pokin's like a legitimately good game. Yeah. That's, so yeah. So what I'm trying to get to is it possible that they'll announce a second one? No, I I nah, doubt I it. Pokin Pokin didn't Pokken. sell enough. Or Pokin Pokemon Stadium. T- I mean, Pokemon Stadium 5, Three, technically? Whatever the hell it is. I don't know. We had two uh, on does, the GameCube, well, right? There was, only two, there was only two stadiums. Then there was, like, Battle Revolution and all that stuff. So, technically, I guess it would be Pokemon Stadium 3. But you can do all that Pokemon Stadium shit in Sword, Sword and Sword Shield. Shield. Like, right, the whole right, idea but... behind those games was because they didn't have a home console version of some sort of Pokemon battle mechanic type shit. Now they do. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to get at is, hear me out on this one, just okay. how Assassin's Creed tried to do the whole thing where like, hey, we're going to do a pirate mechanic, a pirate ship mechanic game mm-hmm. so that you don't have to do all the Assassin's Creed stuff. Because a lot of people, I know a lot of people didn't like the open or whatever the open world of the Pokemon game was, what okay. they wanted to call it. You know what I mean? What if Pokemon said, hey, Pokemon Stadium, you get to do, it's just specifically for that. Will there, is there a market out there? who just wants to play the stadium events and you can make it online and you can make it competitive and all this stuff, train your Pokemon, feed them, do whatever, like blah, 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 battle, mini battles. And then, but not the open world stuff. So, so just go back to what a regular Pokemon game would be. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's go ahead. No, cause it's, it's a, it's a stadium setting. It's just like how it would be mm-hmm. Pokemon stadium. You know what I mean? Like, take the Pokemon that you have from S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever, and then, like, cross them over to just that. How you used to do with the Game Boy cartridges and put them on the 64, right? Right. So, where would you put your save file from your Nintendo Switch? What platform would you put that on? 
No, I'm saying it goes back to what you were saying with the whole thing. If you can create a box thing that can kind of do that for you and you can implement it so something like that, why not? Maybe I'm just thinking too far ahead. I, I think I think that you're you're thinking in loops. Like you're like because the thing is, is like I originally threw that out there, but then I immediately retracted that because the purpose of stadium and like games, Gale of Darkness, Coliseum, Battle Revolution, whatever, is that there was not a home edition of the Pokemon games that you were able to play from your console. You were able to play them on your handheld, but you were not able to play it on your console. Gotcha. What the Switch has allowed us to do, since it's a hybrid, is that we have it on the go, but it is essentially a home console as well. All it was was a battle arena mechanic or a battle arena simulator that you didn't have to link up or do a link cable or do a fucking wi-fi check on anything from handheld to handheld yeah that makes the sense. switch the switch gets rid of that so you can have everything that you want from stadium or from sword and shield that you would have had in a stadium like game so i don't think that they're ever going to come out with something like that yeah no i get that i that think makes sense. we will see with the pokemon stuff coming up i think there's going to be some kind of gen 4 remake or not remake, but uh, you know, remastered. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's gonna happen. We're gonna see more updates on Pokemon St- uh, Snap Two or whatever it is. Yep. We're gonna see maybe see some stuff about that. Apparently, a Post Malone concert, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, what else was there? Uh, will be pres- I. What is your I think? Yeah, that's my prediction. Is the remake? I think that they're gonna do another Let's Go, and I think there's going to be oh. an update to Pokemon Go, but. In addition to all the things that we were talking about, I would be highly, I would temper your expectations because if you remember from last year, their press conferences are not like Nintendo Directs. They are very corporate. They talk to their shareholders like fucking Ken Sugiyagi or whatever his fucking name is fucking gets up there and he's just like very, very professional and he doesn't like anybody deviating or trying to have fun i I remember shit from last year where he was just like looking at the younger guys trying to trying to row up the crowd and he's just like fucking kids in their shit whatever it's like we make games for kids this is bullshit (laughs) i don't know uh so the pokemon cards are big too they might release some new pokemon card shit Mm -hmm. yeah apparently there's uh they're putting pokemon cards in happy meals now yeah they're so I need to go get me some Happy Meals. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have a child where I could just be like, hey, let's go get you a Happy Meal, but give me your cards. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I gave. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Eddie. Go ahead, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, fucking. I gave all my son my Pokemon cards recently. I There was at one point within the last like two, three years. Uh, where I had a friend was like, let's play the Pokemon trading card game and be competitive and shit like that. And I'm like, fuck it. Okay, sure. And then I bought like a thousand cards and I played for one season and I was just like, this game is still convoluted. Fuck this. You want to feel real weird? Go to a Pokemon trading card tournament and you're the oldest one there by 20 years. Uh, (laughs) I've seen that. So I believe it. I, I believe what you're saying. But not at the joint that I'm at because, like, yeah, they have the six-year-old players who make top eight. Holy shit. <laughs> um, and then you have, like, motherfuckers who are damn near 50 still playing this goddamn game. So, I mean, like, yeah. cool. Good on them and shit. So, yep. 
Zombie Hunter is like Pokemon card games are now decided in one turn legit. I believe yeah. it. It's just it's just like uh, Welcome to Yu-Gi-Oh. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that one thing in fucking Yu-Gi-Oh where it's like that one deck I want to say it was called Palm or whatever it was, Pop or Pepe. It was Pepe. There's like a turn 0 kill. Pepe? It wasn't even a turn 0. The way that Pepe, the Pepe deck Pepe. operated <laughs> is that if it was a mirror match, the players would pl- run rock paper scissors and whoever went first wins. And they won't even play the game. They would just be like, I concede. They won't even... I forgot p- to tell you, You, uh, I, I'm wondering if you saw the most recent bans to Magic the Gathering, but basically all the bans that just happened set Modern back two years. What do you mean two years? Like They banned all the fucking broken-ass cards, so now like the meta is back to how it was two years ago. Oh. Jun's viable again, motherfucker. God damn it, I just sold my... I sold my Jun debt for... Jun is always <laughs> viable. <laughs> Always. You never. Liliana and Tarmogoyf will always be there when the fucking dust settles. I should have read. They banned Simeon Spirit Guide, bro. Wow. I should have. I should have rebought those cards. Not not never not be like I should have never sold them. I should have rebought those fucking cards because Tarmogoyf was sitting at $30 a piece. And now it's probably yeah. jumping right back up to 100 well, I don't know, because uh, Paper Magic's kind of dead right now. Oh, okay, yeah. then I still have a chance then. There you go. I, I thought it was interesting that both McDonald's uh, like has the Pokemon cards thing going on right now, and then Burger King apparently also has like Super Mario toys no, going on there right now. I just... It's vice versa than what it was when we were younger. Oh, yeah. no. I Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, that no, is I... true, yeah. Right. The, the cards, that's right. The gold cards were Burger King, right? Yes. Yeah, Pokemon, uh, Cartoon Network, and like Dragon Ball Z shit was Burger King. Yes. And then Disney and like Nickelodeon and all that shit was uh, McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. Next question. Oh, God. It's another fucking Pokemon question. Scotty Mofa Show. He's got three. He asked, What Pokemon best describes you? Who's fat and angry all the time? Pangoro. I'm Pangoro. No, you're more of a Garbodwar. Because you're a complete trash. I'm, lick my fucking ass. <laughs> I'm not, because you're a big bag of trash, and that would make me sick. So, <laughs> uh, I don't what, Snorlax? Like, to eat anything? <laughs> like, whatever. You want me to go for the low-hanging fruit? Because I'll take it. So, And then Eddie's Machamp. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad I went back to read that question because like it was you. I heard you say Pokemon in the beginning, but my like first initial answer that came to my head, I was like, I guess I could identify as Garfield or Heathcliff. Oh my like, god! Wait. And then I was like, wait, no, they're talking Pokemon. Let me go in and go. Yeah, Pokemon. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's dumb. I don't know. All right, what's the next one? So Metopia is happening on the Switch. Why? Whatever. Anyway, were you as hooked as me in queues at conventions collecting Mii's on 3DS? With that, what's a game aspect or game slash aspect of a game that you knew you would amount to nothing and still had you hooked? Mm, yes. So basically, like, <laughs> yes. What? No, that's not how you answer that question. Well, I mean, yes on my part about the whole being in, in lines at the conventions and all that stuff because i remember when that thing was happening and i went to the uh screw attack gaming convention in texas and i had a blast like meeting people and collecting and i remember i even had the youtube there's a youtube channel called super nintendo and it was like spelled like dollar sign zero zero p-a-h nintendo 
was there a 420 at the end? Something like a that, 69 right? and, Blaze It? Yeah, and people were like, dude, are you the Super Nintendo? And I was like, no, I just, nobody had that tag, so I figured, fuck it, here we go. And <laughs> it was a great conversation piece, but multiple E3s, the Screw Attack Gaming Convention, when I was traveling and, like, going on airports and stuff like that, it was great meeting people. Like, I, I thought it was fun. I, I really enjoyed it. I was kind of... When I saw the Metopia thing happen for the Switch, I was like, "Oh, this is great!" But then at the same time, I was like, I, "What I what I enjoyed it for is no longer there." So, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. I would say that I waste. I just wait. I would do that too. Like if I went to a convention, because I think your queue could only hold like ten or twenty mm-hmm. like new people in the queue, so you'd have to refresh it a lot. Uh, yeah, but it, I would even have parts of that and be like, "Why am I doing this?" But I would still do it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I don't know if I have a game or an aspect of a game that I knew that would amount to nothing but still had me hooked. I think the closest that I have to this, and this is back in 2008, I was playing Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. I think it's, the subtitle was Crystal Chronicles, but it was definitely a Final Fantasy game. Final Fantasy My Life as King. The entire premise of this game was that you were a king and you spent your money that your fucking adventurers would fucking find and they'll take your loot and they'll help you build houses and pretty much you just like it was it was like a resource management game it was like a like a fucking simulation like upon kingdom sure kind of kind of like that however there was always expansions and dlcs for this game and so nobody i knew played this game and apparently there was also some sort of multiplayer aspect to it but i never really like delved into it but I spent probably upwards about $300 getting all the ex- the DLC for this fucking game that nobody knows, nobody fucking asked for. This was just like my guilty fucking pleasure on the, on the, the Wii. And like once it was done, it was done. You know what I mean? There was nothing more that you can do. And I don't even know why I'm... Fu- this is- this it sounds really bad because I you're also I'm talking to the guy that spent an exorbitant amount of money for the Dragon Ball Z trading card game yeah. or the yeah. Dragon Ball Z phone game yeah and it was it and was I'm pretty sure you put some money into the Fire Emblem one too that yeah yeah remember I spent like two thousand dollars <laughs> within the first month of playing Fire Emblem Heroes holy like, shit that is yeah yeah it's pretty dumb you need your cards and you need your cards taken away yeah. from you sir you want to hear like the worst when it comes to like fucking dlc like there is a color matching game that was all based on like monsters <laughs> and shit like that i can't even see this shit but it was because i was competing with my wife who she like mm. smurfed the whole way she was just like i'll put a little money when i have it and i'll just continue off that and i'll play it here and there and i'm just like nah bitch i'm a fucking crush you and so like i go to like world five i'm in like some sort of fucking shadow lands tournaments like they you die you 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 lose a fight you die type shit deal you die in the game you die for real yeah no it's not puzzles and dragons it's some other korean game that i actually really enjoyed i've spent thousands i stay away from those mobile games Strictly because of that. Thousands. <laughs> yeah, so now I don't play free-to-play. Good. <laughs> for the most Good. part. Hopefully there's not... But now, like, I spend money on all, like, fighting game DLCs because, like, what if one day I want to play this character? I never play the fucking character. Like, Uno yeah, from fucking... Uh, what's it 
goddamn called? The Grand Blue Fantasy Versus? Why do I need that character I'm never going to fucking play? Oh, well, what if someone comes over the house and wants to play him? It's COVID. No one's coming over the house to play <laughs> It's it. COVID. Yeah, but it's about having them. It's All the right. same reason why I bought, uh, what was it, Skullomania? But the girl version in SNK Heroines? Yeah, you do that. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> never going to play as her, yeah. but I want them all. Yeah, Skullomania is great. It's a throwback to a game that never should have happened. <laughs> Eddie. All right, what's the next question? Uh, oh, any I, other I, good collect? Ooh. Yeah, I, I, don't, oh, I, don't, I don't have anything that I can relate to that, but I will say if it, if it, if it ties into it, because um, I remember my sister. My sister and I used to play Grand Theft Auto 3 a lot. Mm-hmm. And she ended up doing a lot more things in that game that made me say, why are you doing this? You're not even getting anything out of it. She's like, no, there's like little achievements and stats that you can do. But even after that was like all done and collected, she still kept going. And so the answer to that is Grand Theft Auto 3 on her end, because I remember her like literally spending hours upon hours learning the city bus routes. And you can actually hijack a bus and go to the bus stops to pick up people and go to the next one where they drop off and more people just for kicks and giggles. She doesn't know why she was doing it. She just kept on doing it and doing it. And it was like relaxing for her and like just completely all the time learned every single route. They like did the whole like, we're going to turn here. The light is red, all that shit. And I'm just like, I tried to get a Tokyo bus. Guide. Yeah. I was I'm just like, thinking <laughs> about that. Tokyo bus I'm, guide. I'm like, yo, I call tr- her up the next fucking dreamcast dreamless marathon, bro. Dude, I tried I tried it and I was just like, I don't get the appeal to this, but she would do it like to the T. Like it was like, oh, today I'm gonna start my day and let's fire up Grand Theft Auto 3. And it's just like still the bus. I hear the sirens, and then it's just like calm and collective, listening to the music, driving people around on the bus, and I'm like, all right. It's amazing what human beings can do when they're extremely bored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess she wanted to be a bus driver. Maybe, yep. yeah. Anyway, last question from Scotty Mo. Any other good collections out there that is comparable to the Blizz Arcade? Uh, anything Capcom new? Capcom one's pretty good. Capcom beat em ups pretty good. Capcom beat em up. The funny thing is, all everything that's on the Capcom beat em up, I think, is on the Capcom Retro Arcade collection now. Because mm. I saw Battle Circuit, I saw Armored Soldiers, I saw, I saw a lot of the beat em ups that we played, Eddie. Yeah. On that new retro collection. Now. now the question is: Is it going to have Cadillacs and dinosaurs? I don't know. You got to go look yeah. it up. You're the only one that talks about that game. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you. This is like the third time you've brought it up, and still hey, nobody hey, knows nor cares about Cadillacs and dinosaurs. It, it, oh. No. And to be completely honest with you, to be completely honest with you, the funny thing about it is, is like I only bring it up because everybody always else brings it up to me, and I could care less. Mm. Like I played it, and I'm like, all right, it was, it's cool. But it's just like, I guess, the thing to bring it up. But does it have Cadillacs and yeah. dinosaurs? Yeah, where's Alien vs. Yeah. Predators, the arcade game? Mm-hmm. Who made that, by the way? Was that Capcom? That was Capcom? Okay. It was yep. Capcom, yeah. But was it on the uh, the beat-em-up collection? Nope. Nope. That's a shame. That's yeah, a really those two. Game. It's never been on anything besides arcade. Yeah, That's those are the two whack. that people always talk about. That's what I'm saying. People always talk about Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Because it was made by Capcom, and so was Alien vs. Predator, but both due to licensing issues, I guess is what it seems like. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because Cadillac and Dinosaurs was apparently a comic book and cartoon. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense on why it hasn't uh, switched over. Yep. Yeah. 
All right. All right. Next. What we got next? Next question. Uh, Mr. Haru, Gen 8 veteran, have you had a game you swear was an 11 out of 10 in your memory, only to turn out more or less not as good as you recall? Uh, (laughs) What games from your nostalgia still hold up? I feel like we've answered this question before, but fuck it. Let's answer it again. All right. I don't. I'm trying to think of something that I went back and like I loved as a kid, but then like went back as an adult and I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with me? I can't think of anything on that. Games that still hold up for my nostalgia are like Super Mario 3, Star Fox 64. Those still hold up. F-Zero games still hold up. Super Mario 64 holds up. Like there are a lot of things that do hold up. There are a lot of things that don't hold up either, but I just can't think of them right now. Yeah. So <laughs> Eddie. Yeah, I've got a uh, let's see the most recent one. Scott Pilgrim. We talked about this. I still mm-hmm. haven't gone back to it after the initial taste of having it on the PC over the Switch, probably. But yeah, that's one of the ones that I, you know, I stand, I stood tall and true to that. But now after playing it, I'm like, yeah, it's not as great as I remember it to be. And blasphemy. And, <laughs> and I guess a, a game, I, I immediately go to the Super Nintendo, and one of the ones that I always thought was like great as a kid playing it, now I can't go back to it. I'm like, man, this sucks. Uh, Super Mario Kart, the original one on the Super Nintendo. Oh, thank God. I hate that game. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I, I'll play it and I'll do a couple of courses. But after a while, I'm like, yeah, let me just go back to Mario Kart. You know what? 64. I now understand Eddie's stance from last week 100% where he was going on his fucking soapbox and how uh, fucking when you play one game in a series, you try to go back to the older version. It's complete trash. That was me. I played N64 fucking super mario kart 64 i tried going back to super mario kart and i was like what is this pile of fucking feces mm-hmm. absolutely okay, fucking so not super mario kart or 64 is probably one of the fucking top tier of the entire franchise so and yeah i get what you're saying it's tough to go back to that one i still like uh super mario or super mario kart just because of like the history and the stories that i have revolving around mm-hmm. it but I can respect that Mario 64 or Mario Kart 64 is the better game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. For me, uh, Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2, because I put $400, dollars 400 hours into Sonic Adventure 2 battle. And I go back to play this and I'm like, was I an idiot? Was I? You were poor. Th- yeah, I was poor. <laughs> That's what it was. I used I used to stand by that game like, yo, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, best game, best game, 10 out of 10, 100, 100, 100. And I go back to it, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. That game is no. awful. No, 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 no. That game is awful. Uh, I mean, like, probably not awful. I would still say, like, going back to, you know, the Sonic tier list that I have right now put on the back burner, it's a C. Sonic Adventure is a D, because that game is trash. I don't give a fuck what anyone fucking says. Um, yeah, those are the ones that immediately pop up into my head. I was thinking about this a couple days ago, about games where I think is like a guilty pleasure that I know is shit, but I'm the only one that likes it. I can't necessarily remember which one it is. I guess probably 3 Extreme, because 3 Extreme was like the poor, like, I don't even want to call it a poor man's Tony Hawk. Um, if most people have played Two Extreme. Two Extreme is the game where you had like your skateboarder and you're going down these really fast hills in like San Diego, San Francisco, New York City, so on and so forth. Three Extreme came out after it, and 
tried expanding. They tried going to other countries and shit like that. But the game is just awful. It's absolutely fucking terrible. It controls bad. Um, they tried adding fucking like horror monsters to it to give you like the cool fresh feeling of like, oh, look at these crazy ass characters we got. You can unlock like RC cars and shit like that. And they're the best characters in the game because they control really fucking well. But like everything from stage design to presentation to music, that game is just ass. And especially when you're in the same room as Tony Hawk, you're just like, why would I fucking play this? But me, I was poor and that was in the $5 game bin. So that's why I own that. And that's why I fucking love that game. There you go. Oh, Lord. There you I, go. All right. I What's mean, the next one? Next yeah. one. Fat Juices. How about a remake that we never needed? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> like, we get the same fucking questions every week almost now. <laughs> no, I mean, w- once again, mm-hmm. the game you just talked about right now, Too Extreme, is probably a remake that you and I, Corey, do not need. But to him, he's he'll be excited for it. To Chris. I don't. Moderately. I don't think Chris would be excited for that. I, I, I would. I would pick it up just for the meme. I mean, I want this Snowboard Kids three game that, that I've been remake. seeing. This fan game that do what? I'm sorry. Yeah. Did we actually play the game longer than five minutes before judging it? No, you haven't. Thank you. I know my answer. So that is neither. Uh, no, there's there's a fan game going on right now, or a fan project uh, by Curie Metric or something like that on YouTube on on Twitter. And uh, they're remaking, uh, or they're making a Snowboard Kids 3 in the Unreal Engine, and it looks fucking phenomenal. It looks really, really good. So, I would go for that. That's a remake that we don't need, but I want. A remake that we don't need, but you want. Third Strike. Yeah. Counter-Strike. Everybody wants that. (laughs) I don't know anybody that says we need a remake of Third Strike. Oh, we don't need a remake. We just need more people to play it. (laughs) We need better netcode. Well, that's, I guess, if anything, to me, I would be like, uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say Zombie Hunter hit it on the head is the Warcraft 3 Reforged. That's a remake we didn't need. <laughs> you certainly got it. We got it, but we didn't need it. I guess, it. I mean, yeah, does, is, does it have to be an awful game or does it have to be a good game, right? Cause I, no, it just has to be like a remake that came out. You're like, why did we get a remake of this? That's what I'm looking at it. More. Okay, yeah. hold on. Fat Juice clarifies a game that has been remade already, but we don't need it is what he was going off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm okay. saying. Yeah. So, shit. What games have been remade? I could go into movies. <laughs> oh, I can yeah. go into that in a heartbeat. Total Recall. But... <laughs> Running Man Kickboxer. now. I, see this, uh, Edgar, I think Edgar Wright's working on that. I I have to look it up to like really get it down some people would say that we don't need that fucking uh skyward sword remake yeah. i'll fight you i'll punch you right in the fucking dick well, um I mean, it, it, and alternatively right too because we're talking zelda is some if they were to bring ocarina of time to the switch is that a remake that it's already been remade do we really need it on the switch no we definitely don't need that and in fact we don't i mean i'm i i might be in the minority in saying this but i don't think that we need a remake of ocarina of time for the 3ds when it came out either i thought that the n64 version is just as good but i mean i've had two people say that the quality of life changes made to the control scheme was like made it that much more enjoyable for them because yeah the 3ds version is the superior version of yeah that game. i guess debatable I yeah 
Because I tried playing it on the 3DS and I couldn't get into it. I went back to the 64. And it made more sense. I think it's because if you didn't grow up playing the N64, like, at all, then I can see why you would say the 3DS version is better. That's not that's not the case in my situation. No, not in your case. But I'm saying, like, if yeah. you hadn't... Yeah. If you hadn't played right. the N64 version, I can see why you would think that the 3DS version is better. Yeah. I mean, there's people out there that think uh, Super Mario 64 is one of the worst games out there just because they didn't play it as, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. And they played like the... Those people are uncultured <laughs> and like Crash Bandicoot. So... <laughs> yeah. That's actually accurate. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Told you. It's very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, a lot of the remakes that we've gotten recently, like, even the Tony Hawk remakes, I'm just like, that's fucking good. The Crash you know Bandicoot what? remakes, the Spyro remakes. I, that's that's one that I didn't agree with. I didn't agree with the Tony Hawk one. I was really? like... You're insane yeah. on that one. That game's so fucking yeah. good. <laughs> I played the warehouse stage, and I was like, yeah, I'm over it. I'm, I'm going down this list, and I'm trying to find games that were remade that didn't need it. And a lot of these are, like, actually, like, really, really good. Needed it? I... See, I can't even say Xenoblade Chronicles, like, because all the changes that happened from the the Wii version to the Nintendo Switch are, like, really well done. Plus, you got an expansion on it. Same thing for the y- the two Yakuza games. You got a full-blown remake, Kuwami and oh, Kuwami 2. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time finding one that I say, this is bad. Oh! There's a lot of people that are... Well, I, I think ahead. I found it. Mm-hmm. Never mind. No, because these are not remakes. These are remasters. Zombie Hunter says Secret of Mana. Ooh. Mm. The the one that came out for the PS4. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about how Trials of Mana remake, I, w- I did not like that at all. So there we go. There's, there's, there's our my answer. answer. I got it. We got to keep this fucking train moving, people. <laughs> <laughs> We're on uh, three and a half hours already. You'll be so. all right. You'll be all right. No, DuckTales Remastered was fairly good. Yeah, DuckTales I enjoyed Remastered that. was fantastic. Also, Red Jaguar just asked three questions. You get to pick one. God. Oh, fuck. I liked Resident Let's Evil see. 3, despite what people said. Yeah, I thought Resident yeah. Evil 3 was fine. Okay. That remake was here's, here's the deal. One of us will pick one of the three questions. So I'm... Oh, to answer just by themselves? Just the answers by themselves. So for me, I'm going to take... I realize Xenoblade Chronicles X is not likely to get a port, but is that game good enough to get a Wii U? If you enjoy the other two Xenoblades, you're probably going to like Xenoblade Chronicles X. What you got to keep in mind with Xenoblade Chronicles X is that it's set up like an MMO. You create your own character. The main character is really the female captain that you're running through the entire time. I believe her name is Emma. There's a lot of really cool aspects to Xenoblade Chronicles X. But if... If you need, if you're looking for like that really in-depth story that Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2 has, especially 1, you may not get that from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. If you enjoy the mechanics of Xenoblade Chronicles a lot, you're definitely going to like it for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. That said, what is Xenoblade Chronicles X going for nowadays? Like $20, $30? Plus you have to spend $150 on a, on a uh, used Wii U? That's that's what it comes down to. Is the game worth $170 in your mind? And that I can't really get behind. You're better off getting an emulator. 
Wait, what the fuck's worth $170? <laughs> Combining the price between Xenoblade Chronicles X and a Wii U. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, if if you the Wii U, if your purchase of Xenoblade Chronicles X is going to be your gateway into playing more Wii U games, then I would say, yeah, sure, fuck it. But if you're only buying the Wii U specifically for Xenoblade Chronicles X, that might be a hard sell. Yeah, I mean, I bought a Wii U for Monster Hunter Try, and that was when they were like three hundred dollars. So <laughs> yeah, so there you go. I really like Monster Hunter, but uh, all right, I'm gonna pick mine. If or when Nintendo ports all Wii U exclusives to Switch, would you ever go back to playing the Wii U versions of those games? Yeah. Depends. Like it really depends. Like if I'm wanting to play the Switch versions for multiplayer, I'd play those. Uh, if I wanted to play the Switch versions and the only thing that was different... I'm, I'm sorry. If I wanted to play the Wii U versions uh, and the only thing that was different between the Switch version and the Wii U version was that it's on a newer console, no, I'm going to go with the Wii U version because it's cheaper. You got to give me a reason to buy it. Like the like Mario, Super Mario 3D World. Like that one is like, oh, we could all play together. That's why I bought that one. And of course, Bowser's Fury as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would go with uh, that one. There you go. And then Eddie, you get the last. I one. feel like that last that, the last question was definitely geared at uh, geared to me. Anyways, what is the oldest console you are able to actually enjoy? The Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo is the one that I can actually sit down and play for hours. I can go back to the Nintendo and play a couple of rounds of something, but the Super Nintendo is the one where I'm like, yeah, this is this is it. I can stay on here for hours. Yeah, you play so, a shit ton of Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Super Nintendo's my favorite system. Super Nintendo's my favorite system too. Yep. Yeah. And then the GBA was just the fucking handheld Super Nintendo. Yep. So 100%, yeah. That's why that's why I'm leaning toward like I'm reaching out towards uh the Sega Genesis stuff because I'm like, yeah, I can't just be playing Super Nintendo all the time. I mean, I can, but mm-hmm. Yeah. Eddie Genesis is all right. the SNES. That's fine, but the SNES is the system that I like playing. <laughs> Yeah, it's the better one to go back to anyway. So, uh, (laughs) all right, boys, what do we got going on this week? I've got Strive tomorrow, so I'll probably be streaming that. After that, I'm going back to Dark Souls. And then what are we doing this Friday? Are we going back to Super Mario or are we going to Mario Party? I think it depends. Depending on uh, if we can get Scotty to join, we'll go back and do Mario Party. Okay, that's cool. So those are the things I'll be doing. Uh, tomorrow I am planning on like, I want to see if I can get people together to talk about it in the beginning. Like when I stream, maybe it'd be more like community based. Cause I do want to like run down the tier list. Like that's mm. the final tier list for the beta. Okay. Damn. Eddie, what about you besides fighting with Cox? Uh, yeah, it's interesting because like I was even telling myself, uh, I thought the problem, the issue was going to be resolved today, but apparently when I talked to the Cox guy right now, he's like, I'll be here tomorrow and Tuesday still working on it. So I'm like, does that mean I have to worry about faulty internet while I stream? So it's up in the air, but most likely this week I'll be planning on um, uh, I'll be planning my 1K celebration. Got a couple of ideas that I need nice. to really like. I've written down and I just got to put them into effect. I'll be planning my first subathon thing, I'm a bobber, which I'm still not really used to that. But it's gonna be a two parts. I don't know what a, is this. I'm not sure what a subathon is. Subathon basically it can go it can go one or two ways. You can do it for, you know, growth in your channel or you can do it towards like uh geared towards like a donation or some sort. And like that's the one I'm going like leaning towards like right. yeah, so like every every like sub like will will donate a dollar to something or something like that. You know what I mean? 
Oh, okay, so, I guess. So it's an incentive. If I reach this X amount of subs, then I'll do this. Right. I think Ash said hi did one of those recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, she did. Elijah did. She did. she did. She did. She did phenomenal in it. So I think that's one of the things that I'm going to do. I'm going to add it. And that's going to be part of, like I said, it's going to be a two-part thing. One's going to be uh, a barbecue with my brother for his birthday. So people can finally get to know who my older brother is. Who I always, the reason why I hate Luigi. Um, (laughs) and then two, the second part would be like a 12 hour stream. And that's why I really got to focus on this week to plan that out because it's pretty, pretty sure it's going to be happening the first week of March. But yeah, that's, that's my weekend. Maybe hopefully get some streams in and finish Shinobi three and move on to the next uh, Sega series or we'll see. I haven't decided yet. Sounds good. I'm going to be, we're probably, Scotty's loving this rock and roll racing uh, re- definitive edition, so we're probably going to be end up ending up streaming that. We're going to be working on getting another Anarchy Reigns night coming up soon. We haven't played that in a while, and I think we got some interest, and people might want to pick it up and play it. Like I said, probably Mario Party 2 if everything goes well. Other than that, going to be streaming more of the Pokemon Nuzlocke. I want to stream Cyber Shadow, but it's just I have a limited amount of days that I can stream now mm-hmm. just because of school and work and everything else. And uh, no, hopefully the snow's gone, finally. Almost all the snow is gone. That hey. isn't piled up, so we uh, kind of I got to go back to class this week, so that's going to be fucking fun. But no, that's really... I, uh, I'm trying to hit 500 uh, follows. Uh, I'm really close to it. If I hit that, then I'm going to do a 12-hour stream of Mega Man X games. Nice. So that's all I got going. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. All right. All righty. Well, thanks. Get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> so- <laughs> you ain't got to go Thanks for hanging out. here. <laughs> yeah. Get off my snow. So, <laughs> All right, everyone. Y'all take care. Have a good week. <laughs>